It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thursday on the Drew Olsen Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Though it's National Serpent Day, Drew and KB are still respecting the scorpion. I respect the scorpion. Today, the guys will chat with Milwaukee Bucks general manager John Horst. And the guys will welcome Milwaukee Admirals winger and U.S. Olympian Bobby Butler to the studio. Intern Josh is in the house to see who wins gold, silver, and bronze in today's edition of Figure It Out! Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. And now, they're training for Super Bowl Sunday by eating taco dip at every meal. Here's Drew and KB. The ceiling is the roof. just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm talking about open-heart surgery here. I'm the answer, man. I can work this out and make everybody happy. He's the man. You know, just hanging out. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Where are your rubbers? Foo fighters. You ever seen a grown man naked? All I know is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting. Yes, yes, yes. I'm an old man. I'm confused. Watch dicks. What the hell? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> It's the Thursday edition of the Drew Olson Show. Is it the weekend yet? It feels like it. I'm ready for it. This has been quite a long week already. I'm here. I'm Drew. I'm joined by my buddy KB. What's going on, brother man? All right. What's going on is um, we just got, we're calling an audible. We yes. We told John Adius that uh, Olympian and uh, Admiral's left winger Bobby Butler was going to join us in studio. Now he's going to be joining us on the phone. They, um, we just, I just got a uh, text from, from the Admirals that said they're moving practice. So when he was going to come in, they were going to have an earlier practice and they moved the practice later. So we'll talk to him on the phone, but still, nonetheless, talking he to is, an Olympian. He is an Olympian, which is it's really interesting the way that the U.S. Olympic team and the USA hockey team is working this year because the NHL said no more to NHL players in the Olympics, and I'm not I'm not sure why it was a big political football, and uh, so actual NHL players are not in the Olympics, and. Um, so uh, that opens you it up for why. a lot of people, but I don't know if he's a t- he must not be a two way player. You, but, you know why they did? Because those guys, uh, Chelios, those guys didn't they trash hotel rooms and stuff <laughs> one time? Well, <laughs> that one time didn't they get a little crazy when they didn't win the well, gold? What are they thinking? It's hockey players, exactly. You know, and uh, and I yeah. I don't know if it was something about taking the week off or the two weeks off in the middle of the NHL season. There were a bunch uh, of different reasons, and I don't it. really know. They didn't want to shut down the NHL like they—that's the, the what they wrestled with. And I think it, you know, even when you have that in the, in the season, it could probably be disruptive, you know, to the season yeah. and the flow of the season. And then you've got 
you know, you've only got a handful of guys out of the, all the players in the NHL going to the Olympics. So what do you do with the other guys? That's a good question. And if you want to talk, this is interesting. And I was thinking about this, and this would be very cool for the Admirals. Uh, Mike Fisher came out of retirement for the Predators, right? Yep. And, and he's going he's back. better known as? Carrie, Carrie Underwood's Mr. husband. Mr. Carrie Underwood. I have to tell you, this is a great story. I was out, and I used to go to a lot of Coyote games because you could go to them when they were like, you could go into a Phoenix game for like $7. Mm-hmm. And I went in, and I'm sitting down low in a corner, which a ticket I got for probably 18 bucks, and I'm sitting next to a, um, a Hispanic family. It was their first time ever at, at a hockey game. And so I'm sitting next to the wife who spoke English, and I, and Mike Fisher was taking a face-off in the circle that was closer to us. And I just kind of nudge her, and, and I go, hey, you know, number 12, that's Carrie Underwood's husband. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Well, she turns to talk. It was kind of, she turns, and I don't understand uh, uh, Spanish, but she turns to talk to her family, and it's like, you know, consumer did I meant that Carrie Underwood. (laughs) Which I I just kind of smiled. I just said to her, listen, if you have any questions about how the game is played, you know, I'm a big hobby fan. You know, I can tell you offsides. But here's what I'm thinking about Mike Fisher, because in his press conference yesterday, he said, you know, I'm coming back. But um, I'm not in hockey shape. So is he going to get a two, three, four-game reassignment to get in hockey shape with down the to Mil- with the Admirals? I mean, I don't that, know. That could, that And I'm could sure happen. they're not going to say anything. But, well, you know in baseball, a guy comes back from an injury. They send him down, a pitcher. They send him down for a while to no get doubt. his sea legs back, if you will. No doubt. And then he has, he'll have to buy, like, a hell of a spread because that's the tradition in baseball is if you go down and play a rehab game, you have to upgrade the spread for that minor league team, which means if they usually have Pizza Hut or something, you've got to upgrade to Outback Steakhouse. If they usually have Outback Steakhouse, it's got to be Capitol Grill. You've got to whip out as the major leaguer. That's one of the great traditions or, for guys going or down. If you're Michael, or if you're Michael Jordan, you buy a $2.4 million tour bus. Or you do that. Yeah. All right, so KB is the arbiter, uh, arbiter of the Drew Olson Show stripper pole of the day. And I looked at it. And I have a comment, but KB, let's tell the people about the stripper pole of the day. Okay, it's the Honey Bucket stripper pole of the day. Wait a minute, the Honey Bucket was my bar growing up in Menominee Falls. <laughs> uh, that's not a strip club. Well, I guess well, it doesn't matter some it nights, doesn't exist anymore. Some nights it might have been. Uh, that's very true. It was, a, it was an unlicensed, I'll give you that, it was an unlicensed strip club. Both There was nudity, both male and female nudity. Right. So, since the Packers aren't playing on Sunday, how will you be cheering? During the Super Bowl. I think this is interesting. For the Patriots, for the Eagles, against the Patriots, or against the Eagles. And the results right now, it's split. Right down the middle, for the Patriots, for the Eagles, at 20, uh, 29%. But it is 41% against the Patriots. I think most people are against the Patriots. And I will, in full disclosure, complete and total honesty... I'm not excited by the stripper pole. I'm excited by the Honey Bucket reference because the Honey Bucket is a bar in my hometown, Menominee Falls. It burned to the ground 20-some years ago, and it was a very sad day. Um, it was the bar where you came of age, you learned to drink, you saw things that you will you could only see at the Honey Bucket. I once saw a guy come into the Honey Bucket after playing uh, an entire day of softball in 90-degree heat, and at the bar, he pulled down his polyester of the day, uh, the Shorts. That yeah, because those were breathable fabrics. Yeah, that's breathable fabric. Took off his athletic supporter, 
put his shorts back on, dropped the athletic supporter that he'd been wearing all day into a pitcher of beer and proceeded to chug from the pitcher of beer. <laughs> and I just sat there and people said, well, what do you expect? We're at the honey bucket. At the honey bucket. Falls. That's the kind of stuff you would see. But I, all right. I'm going to say most people are voting against the Patriots. They're rooting against the Patriots because you're neutral. No one here cares about Nick Foles. And unless you have a relative on either team, you don't care. I'm, I think that's going to be the runaway winner. So do I, but it's 70-30 now. And I, I think, you know, I, I don't. The thing is, I don't have a better alternative. The question that I would ask today doesn't lend itself to a poll that you can put on Twitter. But I will ask you. Okay. I will ask the smart and good-looking people who listen to the Drew Olson Show. And I will ask producer Armin Sarian, who is in with us today. And I will ask intern Josh, who is here as well. If you could be participate in the Olympics in any sport, and it's devoid, the argument is devoid of, you know, you don't have the talent or anything, but you get to pick a sport and you get to go to the Olympics in it, winter or summer, what is that sport? These guys are acting like it's a... They're, wow. they're, they're I don't know if you want my answer right now <laughs> yeah, or not. You guys are acting like it's a... a no, a, I'm ready for my answer. Paper. Armin, I, what would it be? Definitely ski jump. That'd be the coolest thing to be good at. Ski jump? Armin the eagle. eagle. Armin the eagle. I had you pegged for a gymnast because you like gymnastics so much that you want to be the guy that's flipping around and the... You know, and doing rhythm the gymnastics yeah. with the ribbon. <laughs> with the ribbon. All right, intern Josh, what would you do? So, obviously, I'm very athletic. <laughs> so I've thought about this. Yeah, Olympics. A lot. He's a gold yeah. medalist in sarcasm. Um, I'm thinking, what is that? The bobsled? Something where my weight would come to an advantage? Maybe some extra speed? <laughs> the bobsled. Is that? Yeah, but then you right? got to run. It's, it's all, those guys are in shape. No, no, that's fine because you only have to yeah. run in the beginning. But I'm saying, the sprint is again, fine. your body type is not a factor because you then you morph into an Olympic caliber oh, performer yeah. in this. That's my wife's so, dream. What would it be like? KB, what would you do? Um, you know what? I would, and this is in all seriousness, I would be on the hockey team. See? You're a hockey guy. I'm you a hockey guy, but I think it would be fun to be on the hockey team. There's a kind of a – and we can talk to to Bobby about this, but there's you know there's a camaraderie. You know, there's a shared interest in busting up hotel rooms. <laughs> there's, there's a lack no, of team. There, well, no, I mean, no run Bobby, it deep. Here's the thing: when you watch the movie Miracle, Herb Brooks ruled over that whole. Uh, great o- moments are born of great opportunity. So yes, everybody knows that. But that was when they had the college kids before the NHL days, and they had the college kids, and they put them together, and you'd spend a long time barnstorming and touring and getting ready. Now, Bobby Butler and a bunch of guys from all different teams and all different backgrounds are going to get thrown together in Korea. They're going to have four practices and go play in this tournament. Like, it's not what it used to be. No, it's not. And Tony Granato has a very tough coaching job there, melding guys together, getting them to play as a unit in the span of four practices. Now, other teams are together all year, and that's just a huge disadvantage. And they're not the NHL guys. They're pros, most of them, but a lot of them have been playing in Europe. A lot of them have been playing in the AHL. They've been moving around. So it's a funky setup. But, KB, you'd fit right in. Well, you know, it's when you take it. I do think that there is, and the argument can be made that all Olympic athletes are quote-unquote professional now. But I think there is something that has been lost when they put the NHL players in. I think there was something lost when they put the NBA players in. Because it took away some of that pure amateur competition. The reason the NHL thing came around, too, and is one of the reasons, is the NBA. But also, when you look at the Miracle team in 1980, 
Well, the Red Army team, that's what it was. So the Russians were all, yeah. they were all in the army. You know, that was their job in the Russian army, in the Red Army, or the Soviet Union. And that's what they did was play hockey. So sure. they were playing all year round, and it wasn't really fair to the Americans. No. My, my question to you, KB, based on what you said, though, is isn't when you watch the Olympics as a fan, aren't you supposed to be watching the best that your country has to offer? Well, it started as the best amateurs. Is yeah, that, it was. It never used to be. I mean, it wasn't until the Dream Team. It was all they blew know, that up. It was your best amateur athletes, not professional, because the professionals weren't allowed. Right. It was the representatives, the best that your country could you know, put together. Could that but wasn't getting but paid. the Euros and the Russian guys were all getting paid because they were in the army, and that's all. That was their job, serving their country by playing hockey, and that's and well, and right now teams. even. You know, the all the people that are, um, not all of them, but a lot of them are, don't, have sponsorships. They have the money yeah. to bankroll them. And, don't spin us into this whole thing because then no, we're going I don't to have rant that about the NCAA and how those guys aren't amateurs either. Right, Really, no. and they shouldn't be, but they're indentured. My answer is hockey. They're worse. All right, my answer, uh, I'm torn because I'm not a great swimmer. I'd like to know what it's like to be a really fast swimmer. I don't. I can. I'm not going to drown if I jump in the lake or something. But I'm not a. a I'm not adept. I'm not. I can't swim like laps and stuff. I'm not that good. So being that, that would be cool. Swimming. I'm not a winter sport guy. Yeah. I mean, just you know, to know what it's like to compete with Michael Phelps and be on the team with him. I'm not a winter sport guy though. And I just think the the sport that I enjoy the most. Like everybody would like to know what it's like to run a marathon in two hours. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. Well, there's a few in the Summer Olympics that I find. Might be interesting. I, men's volley, men's beach volleyball. volleyball. Beach volleyball for me is like that's where it's at. That's I like hardcore. My favorite sport. Ping pong. You like hardcore. We're not. We're talking about sports. We're not talking about your <laughs> internet pursuits. I like uh, ping pong sports. is pretty interesting. Ping pong. Okay. Some of the non televised sports um, in the See, Summer Olympics. Badminton. If you've ever seen badminton, badminton is very cool. Uh, the the thing is like the tennis and the golf they have no juice they have no zip that no interest and I would not dream of doing that but now badminton that would be kind of cool now here's I, a fun fact it's all because he KB likes the shuttlecocks here's but here's a fun fact <laughs> if I'm not mistaken and someone can research this but I do believe that the shuttlecock of any item that is struck by another item in a sporting event the shuttlecock comes the fastest off the racket than anything than the cricket ball in terms of speed the shuttlecock from the from oh, the, the shuttlecock okay <laughs> yeah the I, birdie the birdie the birdie okay the birdie. I, I don't i don't dispute that because i'm trying to think i the cricket the ball but i mean it, it, because I mean, it stops right away because of the feathers but that immediate that immediately speed i i remember reading that somewhere i'm All not right, exactly sure I'm, I'm trying to think. Does that match the the ball coming off the bat in baseball? Of course, now baseball or a is golf not club. sport anymore. Softball is a golf club. I don't know. So, all right, Greco Roman. There's like, what are the weird ice dancing? All right, what would you rather be, a male ice dancer or a male cheerleader? Cheerleader. <laughs> cheerleader. Hands down. Not close. Hands up. <laughs> Definitely ice dancer. Hands up. Thumbs up. Hands up. <laughs> hands up. Don't shoot. Male cheerleader. That's I just I think of that because well those guys are underrated. We should ask Bobby Butler how hard that would be. Take a hundred pounds and just skate around the ice and lift it and toss it up and stuff. I guess those chicks probably weigh like eighty five pounds. Maximum shuttlecock velocity, guys, is three hundred six miles per hour. There. Holy cow! Now look at a cl- and a, a golf ball coming off a golf club is a, maybe in a pro athlete. 
I want to say well, 170. I was going to say, their club head speed is like 170. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Like that's like, you know. Well, club head speed's probably 130, 130 to 100. And then, yeah. yeah, the ball so off the, the ball. club. You may, God. KB, you're like a, you're, you're a closeted Bill Nye the Science guy. You come up with these things like that I have no idea about. How do you know this stuff? How do you like, have this recall? I, I don't. I don't understand. I will challenge anyone in this room to a game of badminton, and I will win. Okay. Just just put it out there. Is there I'm, singles badminton, or is there? Yeah. There is. Okay. I yeah, I'm not going to take Armin as my partner. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be a huge disadvantage. So you're into bowling and badminton. Do you partake in any activities that don't start with B? Binge uh, drinking, uh, no, bowling, no. Hmm. badminton. <laughs> that's, a, that's a setup if I've, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think that I would be good at badminton. We just played it in high school gym, and I, being the popular kid, uh, didn't have a partner, and I still beat every single person in the class. Wow. The the jocks, everyone. I was like, wow, I'm apparently good at this. So some people, I'll take them on. Some people people are born to the shuttlecock. Others have it thrust upon them. (laughs) Josh, you're in the latter camp. Congratulations. Thank you. I guess. Thank you. Going to talk to uh, Bucks General Manager John Horse. If you have a question you'd like us to ask John Horse, because the average person, you might be a smart, good-looking listener of the Drew Olson Show, but you might not have access to John Horst or Olympian Bobby Butler. If you have a question you'd like to ask those people, 414-799-1920. Email the program. The arrow appraisals inbox is Drew at TheBig920.com. In fact, we're going to spin through the uh, mailbag today. We might have to do it in two parts because we got a lot of emails to uh, the Arrow Appraisals inbox, Drew at TheBig920.com. Check out ArrowAppraisalsWI.com and Twitter. The uh, stripper poll question of the day is available at Drew Olson Show. Well, I think when you read through the numbers, when you look through the numbers, it's who are you going to be cheering for, how are you going to cheer during the Super Bowl for the Eagles, for the Patriots, against the Patriots, against the Eagles. Obviously, against the Patriots is running away with it, but if you look at it, that says that cheering against the Eagles. It's not 70, like they but the you add the two together, seventy-seven percent of fans are on the Eagles' side of the ball. All right, so that's, that's pretty overwhelming. All right, that's that's we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Again, I prefer the, you know, what Olympic sport would you like to be in? Because Bobby Butler's going to the Olympics. Our friend Trenny, who joined us yesterday, is covering the Olympics. That'd be cool. I never got to cover an Olympics. I would have liked that. But if you could be in an Olympic sport. Well, what would it? What would you choose? What's they can slide the DM in on the DM, or we slide us a DM. I don't know. There's sliding and messaging. Is that that's an Olympic sport for KB? Sliding into DMs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's having trouble mastering that. Just like he, I don't know like the young would. people's language. Rhythmic gymnastics. I'm, dr- I'm dripping swag. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> we have. What the hell is going on? We have a full show for you. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Buckle up. It's the Drew Olson show.
It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, coming to you on the Big 1070, the Big1070.com. I'm joined by my buddy KB. What's going on, brother man? Who is uh, presiding over not only the Drew Olson Show stripper poll of the day, which is who you're rooting for in the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday in Minneapolis. Well, it's more like how are you rooting? How are you rooting? How are you approaching the rooting? Yeah. Um, because the Packers aren't there. You don't really have any vested interest unless you're a yeah. Mitch who's you know, <laughs> yeah, the Thunder all character. in on the Patriots. You're right. But you know, for the Patriots, for the Eagles, against the Patriots, or against the Eagles, no one is no one is rooting against the Eagles. There are no uh, votes against the Eagles, but forty six percent as we figured against the Patriots, twenty five percent for the Patriots. So that means seventy five percent. It becomes uh, th- this is a glimpse for fans, I think, into the into Drew world because the way I approach most games is I just root for a good game and I don't really care who wins. I don't, you know, I'm resigned to the idea that the Patriots are going to win. And as we dive into our prop bets, perhaps you know, and uh, into our into the you know the sweet action that surrounds Super Bowl Sunday, uh, maybe then I can create a rooting interest. Like last year, anybody remember last year's game and how it, much it sucked? And then the Patriots came back and put on a historic comeback, and we said, oh, that was a classic. No, for most of that game, it sucked. It wasn't a classic until maybe the fourth quarter. It sucked like a thousand shop vacs, you know, and it's like, okay. Uh, Yeah, it was. And the commercials even sucked. Oh, they were horrible. But this, you know, the prop bets, I, I specifically did this with, there's only a couple of game bets you know, that have to do with the actual game, per se. Like, who's going to win, obviously. There's some odds on who will be the Super Bowl MVP, whether the game goes to overtime. Threw in the traditional toy cost, but after that, it toy is... Toy cost, that's the second time you said toy cost. Toy cost, coin yeah. toss, toy cost. Toy cost. Wow. <laughs> You're just losing edibles. it, man. Um, <laughs> edibles. Blame the edibles. Um, but uh, the color of Belichick's hoodie... I like that bit. You know, will will there be a flea flicker attempt? Will Justin Timberlake be wearing a hat when he comes out on stage? So that's those are things that it takes the the degenerate that I mean actually puts the degenerate sports better in the game and takes the analyst out of the game. That's true. Like the idea of um who will score the first touchdown? Like you know, will player? Brady pass for more than three hundred and twenty yards? Is the and... first touchdown a run or a pass? Is the you know right? Which team will punt first? Um, yeah, there's it's there's a you can it's a million prop bets, but ours are specific. Uh, I like this one of who will the MVP mention first? Oh yeah, what one is I that? I like that. Teammates, God, the city, the coach, the owner, his family, or none, or none of the above. So there are, and there's money on all of them. I mean, there are teammates, you know, is plus 200. God is plus 400. It's so money to be made. We're going to make ours. And what's happening with our competition here is we got Armin and intern Josh and KB and me and, and then Mitch. And then if John Adias and Mike Heller, they want some of the sweet action. I will loop them in. We can allow it. Maybe even send them to Vogel and Lucas uh, this afternoon and see if they want in. And but, we're giving you $10,000 of funny money. You have to place four prop bets a minimum. Minimum. And you go ahead and uh, try to parlay that into the most money. And whoever, uh, whoever comes out on top wins I will attaboy. And I will reveal the punishment at that time for the loser. The ultimate the person. The last place finisher? The last place finisher will have a punishment oh, that boy. is, uh, as far as I know, has never been done. 
Well, should we have at least like a two-liter bottle or something for, <laughs> you know, some soda or something for the winner? We got okay. How about this? I'll go out, and the winner gets a bottle of Kirkland vodka. Oh, now so you're thirteen dollars and eighty-nine cents. Now you're cents. talking. I mean, that's you know, I, I, of the Kirkland products, we're big Costco fans here on the Drills and Show. Of the Kirkland products, um, that's right there. Their tuna is amazing. Their bourbon the, uh, isn't bad. The the vodka is is. Delicious. I we, say. uh, we, the period. hummus, Kirkland hummus is better than Sabra. And Armin is an expert on hummus. I'm going to have to bring some of that in. I mean, the Kirkland hummus is incredible. God makes the chickpeas, so you just put them in the jar. It's easy. <laughs> and, How uh, much hummus? This has to be, Super Bowl Sunday has to be the biggest day for hummus of the year. It has to be. Wow. That and Greek Christmas, I think. Those are the two. I mean, that's Orthodox just going to be. You, well, we could get, you know, we could do that. We could do a let's put. We could put a prize package together. All right, we need a prize. We could have gotta, if there's a bottle of a vodka, some Kirkland jeans. With a, with a punishment, there has. I mean, there has to be a prize. Um, okay. All right. The other question we're asking the smart, good-looking people who listen to the Drew Olson show is: If you could be an Olympian in any sport, and you know, imagine yourself being of that caliber and that talent. You have the skills in any sport. You can be an Olympian. You get to pick the sport. What would it be? And we go to the uh, Arrow Appraisals inbox, Drew at the Big Nine Twenty dot com. And uh, John reaches out to us and said, great question. For winter, I got to go all in for curling. To watch a well-played curling match is a thing of beauty. It will have you on the edge of your seat, maybe. For the Summer Olympics, he says, Kyrlin, look it up. I caught a segment of it during one of the past summer games and was dumbfounded by it. Apparently, it is rooted in gambling. Hmm. What? John. I've never even heard of this. Yeah, okay. Um Wow, he says John, he's this is John formerly How do you spell in that? Tosa and he says formerly because John in Brookfield sounds too much like Don in Brookfield so he has changed his place of residence to John from Tosa to John from Tosa even though he doesn't live in Tosa anymore. That's fine. That's all right, John. That's good. So all right, it's he says K E I R I N. It sounds like a Japanese beer to me. Um that you'd get when you go to uh, for sushi. That's not it. What is the sport? Armin, we got to look this up. We need a ruling on this, and John will do that, and uh, we will, you know, that's, figure this out. That's got to be an overnight sport. <laughs> I don't know. You know, when, when the Olympics, that's got to be on the, you know, you know, fourth channel of the overnight. quadruple Hockey's cast. Hockey's an overnight sport. The hockey game is going to be on at 3 in the morning. Yeah, everyone, everything will be now because they're, what, 15? We talked to Trenny yesterday, who uh, is calling curling, and she said... She, they're, the, calling it for what? For dinner? Curling! <laughs> Uh, and she said, what, 15-hour flight? Are they on the other side of the international dateline? I would believe so, yes. Yeah, I would think yes. that they are. Yes. So I don't know when you go that way. Are they a day ahead of us then? Yeah, they would be. Wouldn't they a day ahead? Yeah. Yeah, 17 hours ahead. Okay. So. Well, 17 hours, then the then the timing wouldn't be that. The timing there. I thought if it was, was only thirteen hours. Ahead. Thirteen hours. Oh, I could be wrong. Her flight was seventeen hours. It could be thirteen. At, uh, yeah, I'll look that up. I'm not even going to do. I, I can't even begin to consider doing time zone math. <laughs> so if they're thirteen Probably. hours ahead, if something's going at, yeah, you're right. If something is at one in the afternoon there, it's at two in the morning here. If they're thirteen hours ahead. Uh yes, that's basically. But that would yeah, be that's yeah. correct. It's yeah. three. Okay. It's three thirty a.m. currently in Pyeongchang, so that's thirteen hours ahead of us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I got it. All right. That that's we're good. Bobby Butler, the Olympian, who's going to play for Tony Granado in, in uh, Pyeongchang, he's going to join the program today at two o'clock. 
Uh, he was going to be in studio with us. We're bummed that he's not going to come visit us, but he'll be uh, just finishing Admiral's practice, and we'll talk to him. We do have the uh, general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks, John Horst, joining the program at 115. Continue to take your thoughts on the Olympics. We're also going to dive into the Aaron Rodgers comments today. He was visiting Radio Row, appeared on uh, Golick and Wingo, and on the Dan Patrick Show, and we'll take a spin through those as we move forward on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Back on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. Check them out, WISHD.com. KB is in the studio with me at the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. KB is, uh, you got some sweet action going. Not only are you in charge of the stripper pole of the day, you're in charge of our prop bet contest here. Yes, I am. And uh, the rules, we'll try and loop. Dan O'Donnell said he might get into this too, so we'll try and loop him in. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's prop bets. uh, The rules basically are everyone gets $10,000 in funny money, and there are several categories. There's a bunch of bets, maybe 12, 15, somewhere in that area. But most of them don't have to do with the game. You have to make a minimum of four bets. You know, you could put yeah. 9997 on one and then a yeah. dollar on the other three. You're, you're staking everybody to $10,000 in fake cash. Right, in fake cash. And the winner will get a bottle of Kirkland vodka. That's amazing. So a retail value of $13.89. Um, maybe <laughs> we can get him the $1.57 hot dog and 20-ounce soda. Oh. As well, um, quarter pound hot dog, by the way, and the loser will have to will have a punishment that will be revealed when we talk about this in full detail at two thirty. Yes, all right. Um, there is one prop bet that is now off the board, though, and it wasn't in your group. Your no, collection. it was not. But Justin Timberlake is in the midst of his um, Super Bowl halftime headlining uh, press conference. Now these things are. It's funny because. Super Bowl press conferences can be lame because you have some non-sports media there and you have, you know, people from all over the world and they can get bogged down with lame questions. Apparently this thing started with people, some reporter said it was Justin Timberlake's birthday or something and they sang happy birthday, which would qualify as the lamest thing I'd ever seen at a press conference. Oh, without a doubt. But uh, he was asked if there would be a very special reunion during his halftime show. Let's take a listen. Out special guests at the Super Bowl. It's always a big discussion point. Who, you, who is it going to be? Can we expect perhaps a little in sync reunion? Maybe. Uh, uh, well, no. <laughs> uh, no. Um, Man. To be honest, I had a ton of grand ideas about special guests. Mm-hmm. Um, as you already know, we talked about it a lot. Um, yeah, there was. Uh, I had. There's a whole list. I think Vegas has a lot of odds on it, I heard. Um, you know, from NSYNC to, to Jay to uh, Chris Stapleton to Janet. And, um, but this year, I'm just excited. My band is uh, the Tennessee Kids. The, I've, like those, they're my special guests, and I'm excited this year to, uh, to, uh, to rock the stage. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Off the board. Are they off the board, or will people hang with that bet? Chris Stapleton, he's got a hit song with Chris Stapleton. How can Chris Stapleton not be part of this? I think if I were to bet, I would say it would be Chris Stapleton. 
Yeah, that's the. I, I think it's got to be odds on favorite. I, the, the the cynic in me would just. I think it would be awesome if like Janet Jackson came out and just ripped his shirt off or something. That would be great. <laughs> I think that that'd be the way I would go. Um, hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. <laughs> Prop bets are, these things are delicious. They're, they add action to the game. We're going to talk about the commercials on Monday, too, because I don't know if people realize this, but KB actually has an advertising background and is an instructor at not one but two major universities not far from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. Yes. I'm than you. Yes, I shatter dreams <laughs> weekly. So you can weigh in on some of these commercials. Yeah, we'll um, talk about them. They're mostly those tomorrow. We're going to dive into those. Um, right. We also, and again, we're asking people for um, questions that they might ask, that we might ask John Horst, the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks, who's going to join the program at one fifteen. And we got one from our friend, that grouchy guy, Craig, who brought us lunch last week. Not only does he bring us lunch, he brings us good questions. He said, I have a question for John Horst. Since college basketball in this state is um, down, putting it diplomatically with what's happening, uh, I'm trying to watch more national games. What is one thing a layman fan can look for to tell if a player is is a, a future good pro or just a good college player? Wow, that's interesting. That's right. Because a lot of times you'd have to be a hardcore college basketball fan to know a lot of uh the people that come out in the draft, because there are names that pop out in the top uh, 30 picks or whatever that you're going, where are they from? You know, in, and they could be in one of those regional teams that, you know, scouts are looking at, and you're wow. not exactly sure. And you look at guys, so, Danny Ferry was like, he had an okay career. Yeah, he played a long time. He played a long time, but he wasn't the dominant if force that he was. If you watched last year, would you have said that uh, Bronson Koenig or Nigel Hayes could have played? At the next level, a lot of people thought Nigel Hayes would be like a standout. I, you know what? Sue and I had this conversation last year and said, I said, and we both said Nigel wouldn't make it. And the reason being is Nigel was great when he had Decker and Frank Kaminsky around him, but when he became the man and he didn't have that backup, well, I, I he think just, it's more like he's just a betweener. I, I think it's more exposed. about size than a lot of things. And then it's not so much uh, people tend to focus a lot on offense, but it's also in the NBA who can you guard? And who can you, you know, who can you hang with? And I don't know. I mean, Nigel Hayes still might work his way into a role because he's, you know, dedicated dude. Would you have thought a regular role? Would but, you have thought Armin? Because you, you would probably know better. Would you have thought Jimmy Butler would have been this good in the pros? Absolutely not. I thought he could get drafted and make a team, but not to become a star this way. But he kept ascending, and he and he could play every position, and it helped that he could play defense uh, right away with the Bulls. That who, was huge. Who thought that Malcolm Brogdon was the rookie of the year? 
that would be, and the Bucks did. I mean, the Bucks drafted him, but that was an amazing pick. And he's a guy that you might not have noticed that much. He's big with the uh, Virginia fans and, and our buddy Tom Hodricourt. Didn't they, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but don't they say that if you're drafted in the first round or just the start of the second round, that even if people didn't necessarily expect it, th- those are the kids that that make it, that stick in the league, and everyone else kind of ends up I think a lot out? of it is, well, you get drafted at the end of the first round, you're getting drafted by a good team. And a lot of it is where you land, is where where do you what team gets you and what situation do you go in and where where are their expectations for you, and you know what is what's what's the coaching situation? A lot of it is so, so much of it is just atmosphere in in the NBA. So you know it, it's it's that's why it's hard to project. Yeah, like, but if if you have a great talent, I mean, then aren't you just gonna? Be able to prove that you're good until your contract's up, and then that's when you get not the money. Not necessarily, because there are some guys like some teams are dumb and draft guys that might not fit their system at the time, or they draft guys because they, they, they the skills or the, their athletic skills are awesome, but they don't fit what they need, and the guys can get buried on the bench, and confidence can erode, and it's you know the the adjustment from the the step up in competition can shock some people's systems. It's I, it's weird. I would think in the NBA, in the NBA draft, drafting a player not necessarily, as you just said, not necessarily by overall talent, but way the talent fits in the system, is probably more important than drafting that way in the NFL. Would you say? I mean, you're not going through all those rounds looking for this guy's going to, you know, the first couple you might, this guy's going to fit in our defense, we need to fill this. But after that, you're not really sure. Well, that, that's the whole philosophy. Do you draft for need or do you draft, draft for, for just best player available? Best athlete available? Yeah. I would I would completely disagree, KB. I feel like if, in basketball specifically, there's there are so many more ways for one person to dominate the game to where in football you you have to fit in because if if you're a great wide receiver but the team doesn't have a quarterback, then you know you're not gonna it's not gonna get to you anyway. So they got to focus on that piece first. To where in basketball it's if you have a great shooter or a great point guard, but uh, you, LeBron James is on the table, you're gonna like it. Doesn't matter what the system is, you're gonna take him. I think. Um, well, it, it depends. And yeah, offensive line guys are offensive line guys. I mean, it doesn't matter what the system is. If you're a great tackle, you're a great tackle, right? It doesn't necessarily matter. I guess maybe I think zone when he, blocking when he, or something, but it doesn't. That, that, maybe when you start getting into situations like the. You know the second line of the defense. You know what style of play do you fit into if you're a middle linebacker or a cornerback? Yeah. So maybe some of the more skilled position. Remember going back way back in the day, the NBA was what seven rounds. Oh, it might have even been more than that. Seven yeah. or eight rounds, yeah, and you look more. at, you know, it's smart for them to go to two rounds because really at any given time, and a team is drafting with you know twelve twelve players, there aren't many spots opening up. You know, so to go that deep, you don't have much of a shot. I just look at some of the the Bucks have had some good good luck in the second round. In fact, in some cases, better luck in the second round than in the first with Michael Red and Malcolm Brogdon. Those are pretty good picks. And you'd say Sterling Brown, maybe and, now he's playing and, pretty well. And, and the, but then they've had a lot of misses, at right. the, You know, in, in the earlier rounds of the draft. I mean, Rashad Vaughn, he can cook, and he can dance, but can he contribute and play? I don't know that cooking video. I'm still laughing about that. He can sing. <laughs> he was. He can sing. What was? What's our next you T-shirt gotta, slogan? Spice things up. I gotta, I gotta sp- Hold on. Hold on. Let me season this up real quick. That's right. Let me season, season this, this up, up real, real quick. quick. That is hilarious. <laughs> That's wait. Write that down. It's another question for John Horst. Is the Let cooking me season, skills right. of uh, the cooking skills of one Rashad Vaughn? 
That's that's I'm, I'm making a note right now. Well, in theory, well, all the Bucks should be really good cooks because they have Sean Zell, the nutritionist who teaches them all the cooks. Would you right? say they you have? And, and yeah, in fact, then that's part of the thing. And that's another question for John Horses. I think they get to eat the lunch too. Would you have to? Uh, yeah. Would you rather start Richard Vaughn for the rest of the season or have him do the meal, the team catering for the rest of the season? <laughs> Where do you think? How I do you think know. he fits the team Can system he cook better? In bulk? I mean, those guys, what they have going with the personalized smoothies and stuff, it's just insane. Like they're. You know, the the meals are, uh, I've I've seen videos of of their operation. It's just pretty. It's jaw dropping. What the the perks and they give sometimes they give guys dinners to go so they don't have to cook when they go home like a young single guy. That's uh, that's pretty epic. Let me season this up real quick. One thing we don't and we can talk to John Horst about, but I was just reading online. Greg Monroe, who started the season in Milwaukee, the Moose, and got traded in the Eric Bledsoe trade, has been bought out by Phoenix. He is a free agent. No longer with a club. $18 million this year. Could you have conceived of that two years ago that he'd be a guy that would get bought out? Not a chance. Not even even earlier this year. But Phoenix is tanking, and they don't they don't need him. They weren't playing him. He was getting a lot of DMPs. He played when they played the Bucks in Milwaukee. So he's now a free agent. Bucks need a big guy. So a lot of people think, oh, well, they should just go and sign Greg Bring Monroe. Bring him back. But they can't because the NBA rules say that Greg Monroe is a free agent, but he can't sign with the team that bought him out or the team that traded him to the team that bought him out. So the Bucks are sitting there. So the only way, I think, the only way the Bucks could get a Greg Monroe is if some team were to sign him and then trade him. And I, even then, I wonder if that's a way around the rules or not. Uh, that would be, and that's a convoluted thing, so I don't know if that's going to be, you know, I don't know if that's in the cards. But it, it is interesting that he got, um, that he, he was just bought out to, to not play. Really makes you feel a little bit better about, uh, you know, the Bucks trade. Not that people weren't already, I think, overall. Yeah, with excited Bledsoe, about I mean, they won trade. that trade. Yeah, they they won that trade right away. Right, but this is but, going back. You know, enjoying yeah. it a little bit more. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's you know, being a Wisconsin for, uh, sports fan and everything that we've gone through with general manager moves, um, it's kind of refreshing and nice to see that for once we're ending up on the right side of a deal. Yeah, you know the uh, right side of a free agent signing. Brewers you know. have had a few, yeah. Brewers have had a few uh, deals that go their way, like like you know Domingo Santana and those deals like that. The, the deals that they had, uh, you know, getting Corey Knable for Lucroy. Uh, that there's good, and then they've had they've had a pretty good run. You're right. And then there was Jeffrey Hammonds. Ah, <laughs> exactly. The only man who's ever had a bobble shoulder doll. <laughs> You, you want to go back? There's been misses all. Oh, over I know the place, he is, but come on. I don't think. He, I mean, he couldn't have thrown from center to second base on a rope. See, all you need to know about free agency is look how how excited we all were about Martellus Bennett and like Quentin Dial, you know, and and who's the other linebacker that? Oh, uh, Mod Brooks, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, no impact at all. This just that that was, and we we got excited about it, but there was no impact there. The Bennett one, really, I think everyone assumed that Martellus Bennett was huge and would be, of course, better than Jared Cook right away, and it just never materialized. And there has, <laughs> Marcellus Wallace would have made a bigger impact. Yeah, you're right there, and so Jermichael Finley, they, they're still been trying to replace Jermichael Finley, who was injured, and that's another thing that's that's come up. And apparently, Jermichael Finley's at Radio Row, and we're gonna take a we're gonna take a listen. Do we have that, Armin, of what he said before? This is amazing. He's, he's what making he a said. spin through uh, Radio Row, and let's take a listen to what he said. It, it, it's terrible. Uh, I, I think uh, you're gonna take some crazy stuff. I ain't heard from the team. I haven't heard from anyone in the NFL, and, and I think. After the game, I think they should. I think they should fork over the bucket. 
throw the bucket on the players and help, help more players out to find facilities like this or even just show love, give them a phone call. That's, I, I think that'll be a guy. Once again, man, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. That's what we're missing by not being at Radio Row uh, in the, the background noise. at the Mall of America. Yeah, that's not the, the Almost quality. Almost indecipherable. He said, but he, uh, he did say that he has not heard from a teammate. He didn't hear from anybody. He didn't hear from the NFL as he finished playing and is using like 44% of his brain. And he it's not this, working anymore. Yeah, he found this clinic. Where he uh, is doing like you know brain therapy and stuff, and he's he actually is an advocate of it and spent some money of his injury settlement to do that, but he said there's no support system and there's no structure in the league for that. So that was kind of interesting that he would say that. I mean, and they're you know just used and spit out on the other side. Yeah. But what he says teammates aren't calling me is that because of the way it is or because of him or that's a different deal. That's an interesting question because he was always kind of on his own planet that way as well. Remember early on when he was ripping his quarterback, I'm like, well, come on. Even as a rookie, he was ripping Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) That was strange. Yeah, well, you know, as hungry as I am and I might go to Vendo World, I'm glad we're not at a food court in Minnesota today. I would I would tend to agree, although bourbon chicken sounds good right about now. Well, let's you know see if somebody will bring a toothpick in for you. <laughs> That's it. It's the only way you can eat at a food court is out of a toothpick. Although I love real Italian food. Um, and so I hope there's a Zabaro around up there because that's the <laughs> finest. <laughs> You're just wrong. That's just wrong. It's the Drew Olsen Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Though it's National Serpent Day, Drew and KB are still respecting the scorpion. I respect the scorpion. Today, the guys will chat with Milwaukee Bucks general manager John Orst. And the guys will welcome Milwaukee Admirals winger and U.S. Olympian Bobby Butler to the studio. Intern Josh is in the house to see who wins gold, silver, and bronze in today's edition of Figure It Out. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. Now, they're training for Super Bowl Sunday by eating taco dip at every meal. Here's Drew and Katie. The ceiling is the roof. Just want you to know, Drew. I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm talking about open heart surgery here. I'm the answer, man. I can work this out and make everybody happy. He's the man. You know, just hanging out. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Where are your rubbers? Foo Fighters. You ever seen a grown man naked? All I know is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting. Yes, yes, yes. I'm an old man. I'm confused. Watch dicks. What the hell's going on? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the (laughs) It's the Thursday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Welcome in. Welcome all the smart, good-looking people who are with us. We appreciate you each and every day. I'm Drew, and I appreciate being here with my buddy KB. What's going on, brother man? It's, um, you know, we're getting closer to the last meaningful football game of the year. Is drawing closer. Are we melancholy about this? Are we, ah, wake me when it starts? What? How do we feel about this? I don't think we're, I don't think we're melancholy because most of us checked out <laughs> when the Packers, <laughs> when the Packers lost. lost, you know, and 
And, you know, we might be a little bit more. I think we might be a little bit more interested, and I am a little bit more interested, and I hope that Thunder has gone down and is not by a monitor and listening to this. But I think most of our are interested because of our disdain for the Patriots. You know, and that's you know, the only thing that's holding me into this game. I, I tend to be a, a Billy Mumphrey type character, a cockeyed optimist. I, I tend to like to root for things rather than against things because of the karma and the just the way it makes you feel. But I, I I've come to accept the fact that I'm not I'm not a fan, but I, I, I admire what the Patriots have done. I respect it. Just like I respect the Scorpion. Maybe we can call Bill Belichick the Scorpion from now on. Maybe that's something we should... Maybe, I'm rooting for the Eagles. You're rooting for the Eagles and against the Patriots. That, so you're rooting, and that's that spins us into... <laughs> oh. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The, the, whole, the whole discussion here, it spins us into... I respect the scorpion. Our, our conversation with Craig Council the other day, but it also spins us into uh, the Drew Olson Show stripper poll of the day, which is KB's purview. Uh, it's the Drew Olson Show stripper poll of the day. Today, sponsored by... It is sponsored by the Honey Bucket, which, was not, which was not an actual strip joint per se, but... But Squeeze may have been nude in there but, a couple times. There were, so. there were nudity episodes. So the, uh, so the poll goes like this. Since the Packers aren't playing on Sunday, how will you be cheering during the Super Bowl? Will you be cheering for the Patriots, for the Eagles, against the Patriots, or against the Eagles? Now, we kind of knew going into this that it would be against the Patriots. We we're in. We were intuitively thinking that was the way it would go, and that is the way it did go. But twenty-four percent for the Patriots, thirty percent for the Eagles. So you add that up, and you're looking at seventy-one percent versus twenty-nine percent. So it's obviously tipping Eagles. I was told there would be no math. Um, you have so it's basically people. How many? What's the percentage of people cheering against the Patriots in your camp? Forty-one. All right. So that's probably going to be the. That's going to be the winner. In our poll, and Jerry, Big Jer, fifty-four is cheer- cheering for Team Rough in the Puppy Bowl. Ah, so very, he went off the board. Very well done. Well, we'll have prop bets for you in a little while. We're going to talk to John Horst, the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks, in about uh, ten minutes or so. So let's take a quick spin through what's happening now. Now, sir, everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? Huh, when? Just now. Wear it now. Now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. What's Happening Now is brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds on 76th and Layton in Greenfield and Green Tree in Port Road in Glendale. 
roberthackdiamonds.com. Boom! What's happening now? At least you go to uh, usatoday.com slash sports to see what's happening nationally. And the lead story has a picture of Aaron Rodgers throwing a pass at Packers practice. And it says, Rodgers makes cryptic remark on quarterback coach change. He did it on the ESPN television show, Golick and Wingo. Here's what he said. Well, my quarterback coach yeah. didn't get retained. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought that was uh, <clears throat> an interesting change, uh, really without consulting me. Um, there's a close uh, connection between quarterback and quarterback coach, um, and uh, that was an interesting decision. Interesting decision. I mean, well, the way we heard it was Alex Van Pelt didn't want an extension because he wanted to pursue a coordinator job, didn't want to get blocked by Mike McCarthy, who had done that to others. And it was more of a, you know, he wanted to leave type thing. Um, I don't know. I, I thought they had such a close connection. Very weird, but it's getting a lot of run uh, nationally. I think people might be leading, reading too much into that. But what they're not reading into is the biggest ship show in golf starts today out in Scottsdale. I had to say that because if okay. I said it fast, you know, yeah. people would still come in. The Waste Management Open is starting. Now, this is... If you've ever been out there, this is absolutely insane. They put 200,000 people on the course every day. Now, let's think about this. 200,000 people on the course every day. They capped the U.S. Open at Aaron Hills at 35,000 a day. Wow. So there's 200,000 people out there. The stadium they build around 16 alone holds 20,000 people. So the stadium around one golf hole holds 20,000. Let's put this in perspective. The new Bucks Arena, 17.5. So there are more people sitting around a golf hole than will be in the new Bucks Arena. Holy shnikes. But the whole thing goes back back to the early 90s and the 80s, and that's where all the college kids used to sit and booze. And then Tiger hit a hole-in-one, and everyone showered the thing with beer cups, and was off to the races. That leads into spring training very nicely down in Arizona. There's just such a good place to be. Uh, What's happening now, the Court of Arbitration for Sport has overturned Olympic doping bans for 28 Russian athletes who can now seek entry into PyeongChang Games, which begin, believe it or not, in about eight days. Um, The IOC says not being sanctioned does not automatically confer the privilege of an invitation um, so let's just go to court. Uh, let's go to international court and get this thing settled, shall we? Speaking well, of the Olympics, we'll talk to Bobby Butler, left winger for the Milwaukee Admirals and U.S. Olympian, uh, coming up at about 2 o'clock. But what you really need to know is that the Talisker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge has passed us by again. Uh, and uh, what it is, a team of four people requires them to row a boat across the Atlantic Ocean. They set a new record. Four guys in a boat across the Atlantic Ocean. They went from... The Canary Islands near Africa to the to Antigua in the Caribbean, 29 days, shaving two days off the old world record. The four of us, we should do a team for that. Oh, man, we wouldn't <laughs> We wouldn't make it across the Milwaukee River. And they took turns rowing two hours at a time, and they were fighting their way in a boat through 40-foot waves. That's insane. Dude, the, the world record we set our sights on is most simultaneous beer cans opening. <laughs> that's what and we were going to do. That's what yes, we were going to do to set for. our world record. And let's set but, our sights there rather you ever, than rolling. Have you ever been at a party or something? You get it like, so you talk about something like this and or these guys that climb Everest. And there's always one guy when you're in the conversation that says, man, I could never do that. Really? 
Of course you can't. And I could tell, judging by the pyramid of Swedish meatballs <laughs> resting on that ivory snow of French onion dip, that pretty much told me you're not climbing Everest or rowing a boat across the Atlantic. Not anytime, anytime. soon. No. 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 Uh, the Wisconsin Badgers are in action tonight, taking on Northwestern. You can hear that game on some of these here airwaves and interwebs. The Badger shoot-around will air in Milwaukee beginning at 6.30. I'll be hosting from courtside at the Kohl Center, and intern Josh, who's here with us, will be uh, producing that program. Do not blame me for mistakes, though, please. Oh, yeah, blame me. I'll take the blame. Thank uh, you. So the, we have that going on. Marquette took a tough loss last night in college basketball. wasn't that it was a close game. It was just a deflating performance. I could sense that Armin's spirits were sagging just from reading his tweets last night. It, Armin. I was basically fetal in the bathroom for like four hours. You ever? It's like getting dump trucked. You know, if you get a big dump truck, <laughs> that's what happened. I just couldn't even at home. I was completely disappointed. Wow. Wait, when dump trucked in the bathroom. That's what happened to KB after kill, after chilly night. Wow, you not know, that. He's, you that's know. A and that's why we can't roll across analogy. the Atlantic. You know. Yes. <laughs> so, but what you really need to know is 90 percent of people have snapped one off in the office. A survey by SaucyDates.com. Ninety says that ninety percent of respondents said they've had sex in the workplace. Of course. The survey was done by SaucyDates.com, so I'm pretty sure 90% well, of the people have snapped one off on a Ferris wheel, too. But That's, you know, uh, again, that's leading the witness. That's you got to consider the polling pool there. That's, well, you know, I know some people who have. Wait, what is SaucyDates.com? <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask that. I'm, ask Armin. <laughs> our Armin? resident, our Tinder man. I haven't gone because it probably charges a fee. <laughs> so you're slumming for dates? Exactly. You don't want the free apps only. So you're going for you're going for women who can't really afford the four ninety nine a month. I mean, if I oh can't, they can't either. Right, so, and and finally, um, there's still word that the Brewers are still pitching and still interested in you, Darvish, Jake Arrieta, and other top tier uh, major league pitching free agents. The logjam hasn't broken in that regard, and there's still reports that the Brewers are still interested. Um, I don't know. I'll just I'll bet the under on this and say believe it when I see it. I think they'll get a picture, but I don't know about Darvish or Arietta or one of the top guys. But what you really need to know is guys with more testosterone don't like sophisticated music. And this gets into the fight that I've been having with Armin and Josh about bangers. Okay, it says a new study: guys with higher levels of testosterone don't like music like jazz and smooth jazz and R&B oh. and things like that. They appreciate popular music, rock, country, you know, just hard driving, hot so, rock and flame throwing music. They like that more than guys with lower testosterone. So if you go level. to the symphony or something, you just look around and go, I could take him. I could take that guy. Oh, Let's I could go. definitely take that Let's guy. Let's drop the gloves right now. The Let's guy drop with the walker? I could take him. I could take him. That's... <laughs> Check yeah, let me see. Let me see a fight without the tennis balls on your walker, right. okay, man. Now keep up with right. me. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks are in Minnesota, taking on the Timberwolves tonight. An important and anticipated game. We're going to talk to the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks, John Horst. Will join the program. You're listening to the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Back on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. I'm Drew, joined by my buddy KB. Green and growing, the Bucks theme song, we welcome to the program. The general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks is John Horace. Hello, John. Hey, Drew. Hey, KB. How are you guys doing? We're fantastic, man. How are, how are things in Minneapolis? What's it like to be in the Super Bowl city? You 
know the NFL is, is a machine, and they've got this city uh, uh, shut down. But it's, it's, it's neat. It's a great vibe around here. Um, should be a fun vibe at the game tonight, I would imagine, uh, with a great crowd, with all the people that are here, and, and hopefully we're looking for a win. All right, so has anybody offered to buy your tickets from you? Where, where do they put you in, in a visiting uh, setting like this? You know, typically we sit a few rows behind our, our behind our bench, and, and although I'm sure someone would probably pay for those tickets, I think we'll hold on to them tonight. What are, where do you watch games from the Bradley Center? Because the, the TV cameras don't find you. Are you in a suite there? Where do you watch games? Yeah, I'm, I'm more often than not, I'm, I'm in the suite. Occasionally I'll be back in the locker room, um, you know, and occasionally actually out in the stands, you know, sitting with my wife. But uh, more, more often than not, we're in our suite. Are you a uh, are you a pacer? Are you a nervous watcher? Is that why you have to go back to the locker room sometimes and watch on TV? Occasionally, yeah, occasionally I am. <laughs> well, what if you're not with the team? What if you're not with the team and say you know they're playing on the road and you're at home? What's what's the setup like when you're watching your team at home? What is that? You have to be alone. Do you, do you have the iPad out? Are you surfing around during commercials and stuff? Are you hard down? What's that experience like? Yeah. So the only time that I'm uh, not with our team or at home watching our team is usually if I'm out uh, scouting you know, watching, watching college basketball or, or, you know, G League or things like that. And in those cases, I, I really try to focus in on what I'm there to do and watch those games, and I rely on, on some of the great guys that I work with to send me updates. So I get, I get a stream of text uh, updating on, on what's going on. So the uh, coaching change, Joe Prundy now at the helm. The team has obviously played um, and more successfully over the last week or so as a G- GM. When you're looking at the team, how does it change for you when something changes of this magnitude? Um, you know, I think we said this and we truly believe this. Uh, it hasn't changed a lot on how we look at the team. We, we really believe in the core group that we have. We believe in, in uh, this team's talent and abilities uh, this season and beyond. And so um, having Joe be our coach now and instead, of, instead of Jason doesn't change the way that we approach our everyday um, in terms of building this roster and, and, and the things that we want to do to put ourselves in a position to have you know sustained success over a long period of time and, and hopefully compete for championships. So none of that's changed. Um, and, and really, we'll just continue to do our job and try to figure out ways to, to improve the roster and, and, and support Joe and his staff and give them the best chance to win. Have you heard from Jason at all since he left? Does he send you texts or anything? Does he, you know, any input at all? I have not. We're talking to John Horst, general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks here on the Drew Olson Show. I want to ask you, because this is something I've been dying to ask you, because you guys opened the spiffy new training center. It's a world-class, state-of-the-art facility, and uh, you got you know a gym and equipment right down there. When's the last time you laced them up and played five-on-five? Five? <laughs> well, hopefully we'll get to know each other well. I, I'm a basketball junkie, so I, I uh, my release, people have different ways of releasing and engaging you know, through stressful times and things like that. Uh, you could kind of show up at any hour. Um, you know, it could be 5 o'clock in the morning. It could be 11 o'clock at night. Occasionally it could be in the afternoon at some point. And if we have a break in time, I'll try to drum up a game and play 5-on-5. Five five. So that's one of the things that uh, it's about the only way I like to work out. But I love I love to play basketball. And, and you know, the, very often we'll get a chance to get out there and use that beautiful facility. Okay, so how would uh, John Horst, the GM, grade John Horst, the player? Uh I'm riding off in the sunset at my point in this career. I, 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 uh, 
I've, I've kind of gotten adopted the old man strength. So I, I'm, I've become a guy who used to be able to shoot, handle, and pass a little bit to a guy who now just tries to find the smallest guy out there and post up a little bit so I get something <laughs> do, you, do you drag the guys from the analytics department out so they can get a, a refresher on how hard the game is? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Our analytics crew, those guys love to play, actually. So we, we've got a great staff all the way from young guys on the coaching staff and, and training staff and in my staff that, that like to play. And um, when we get a chance to get out there, if, if, if the time breaks for us a little bit, we get out there and try to exercise for an hour. Well, what is what is the most stressful part of your day? Is it the game themselves or is it – I just wonder, what, what's an average day like for John Horse at work? I mean, it's probably different all the time, but what's an average day when you're in the office? What's it like? It is different. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, I think the consistent things are, are dealing with and managing and working with people, um, communication with ownership and, and different departments, and then really just spending our time in, in talking to our players, talking to their agents, and, and talking to the league to have an understanding of, of what's going on in their lives or what's going on in the league and really have a great pulse on, on the things that, you know, may be opportunities for us. And, and those aren't always like roster conversations with other teams. A lot of times we, we check in and we share best practices or if dealing with a staff issue or things like that, um, you know, call, call for advice, call for support from different people throughout the league. So, I mean, really, it's, there's a lot, of, a lot of management, a lot of conversation. And, and, and then, you know, that comes down to trusting our staff that we have in place that are really taking care of a lot of the other. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, tasks and things that, that a lot of people don't realize that, that go into um, running and in running a, a professional sports organization effectively. So um, I, I would say just really just a lot of communication, a lot of, a lot of management, a lot of conversation. If you had to ballpark it, how many hours a week do you spend watching basketball? Not just your team, but whether it's the herd, games on TV, uh, you know, you're watching, you know, Kenny Smith and Charles and Ernie and Shaq. Well, ballpark it, college games and scouting. How many hours a week in a normal week do you spend watching basketball? Well, I'd first say this, that it's funny, and this is part of, I think, of, of learning and growing in your job. Uh, early on, uh, I said to a few people that you would be amazed at how little time you actually have to do your job, and your job is to actually evaluate talent, right? I mean, at the end of the day, be judged on the talent and the players and the character of the players that we have on our roster and how they impact winning. And um, in a role like I have now, um, which is different than I've had in the past in this organization and other organizations, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do, actually. You know, there's a lot of other stuff that you have to do. Um, that being said, I think, you know, I still probably on average, you know, if I ballparked it, I think there's still probably 30 to 40 hours a week of film. I mean, I always have, always have games playing in my office. We're always watching prospects. Um, we're obviously watching our team live. I'm out scouting, you know, those two and a half, three hour increments when we're out scouting games in a week. So, I think there's still a big portion of our week that that goes into to studying and watching film and, and watching guys, but um, it doesn't ever feel like enough. I can tell you that once you're in this role, I feel like I should be doing it more and more all the time. So, Giannis, the prankster, 
obviously going viral, and it's always fun for anyone to get back at the guy who's doing it. Is there something up the sleeve? Are you guys behind the scenes plotting and planning something that's going to finally trip him up? I, I love the uh, sense of humor that Giannis has and, and the reactions of our guys and the way that they can take that stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll stay away from that. We'll let them have their fun and games like that. I think it's great team-building things. I'm not 100% sure about this. I, I actually need to ask Giannis. I believe that that same thing happened to Giannis his rookie year. And so if you guys get a chance to talk to him, you should ask him that question. But I believe that, you know, OJ or Zaza or one of the guys, you know, uh, maybe Cromwell at the time, one of the guys that were – uh, on our team when Giannis was rookie. I think someone might have done that to him as well. So he just got someone back. We'll definitely check into that. Now that we're talking about Giannis, though, as we're chatting with John Horst, general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks here on the Drew Olson Show, what's your favorite off-the-court Giannis story? Because when he first got here, we nicknamed him Buddy the Elf because everything was a wonder and he was you know, pancakes, smoothies. He was happy about everything. He still kind of is. But what's your favorite? You, you had an inside window. You, you, you get to see that. What, what's your favorite moment of there? Buddy the Alpha is a great, a great nickname. Um, I would say two things, and not going back into either story, but one, just being able to uh, be part of his his uh, education and learning how to drive, um, and, and spend that time with him, um, and then have a couple of different experiences, and maybe even call him encounters at different times with the honest coming to drive was was uh, very memorable and, and fun to watch him grow and develop that way. And you know, just a communication barrier when he when he first started going to Chipotle, which he loves. Because uh, you know, at one point, I think he wanted like you know four or five burritos, and they ended up kind of like making him one massive burrito with like three or four shells and all the stuff. Is it was like this, you know, the size of two footballs, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that was funny too. But in, in Giannis accepted it, took it, and I'm guessing he ate the whole thing. But uh, those, those two things kind of stick out to me. He's no longer Buddy the Elf. But what can you do as an organization? What can you do personally, your relationship with him, to get him? To, to prepare him for the level that he's reaching now, he's reaching the he's shopping in the subdivision where Kobe and all these all the greats shop. I mean, he's he's becoming that guy, kind of a face of the league guy. How do you prepare somebody to handle that kind of stardom? Well, I think um, first of all, I think that those people that uh, get to that level, I think they're specially unique. And so, do they need help? Do they need preparation? Of course, but they're they're wired a different way. They're built a different way, and that's why they're great. And Giannis is one of those guys becoming one of those guys I think as an organization from ownership on down um, we focus on supporting Giannis and his family just like we do with all of our players by the way in every way that we possibly can you know so helping we our number one thing that we want to do is give them an opportunity to step on the basketball floor between those four lines and just think about basketball and we truly believe that the more that we can do that and then we put great guys around him and we have a, a really competitive team that continues to build toward winning championships that uh, we're really doing our part in supporting Giannis and helping him become great, helping our franchise become great. So, making the move from VP of basketball operations, you know, to a GM, a GM is a more of a public hire, public profile figure. Do you get more free stuff now? <laughs> that's a KB question right there. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I haven't noticed it yet, but I'm, you know, free is me. You know, I'll take free is a great thing. Do, so, you know, if it happens, we'll take it. <laughs> do you get recognized more around town? A little bit. You know, it's happening uh, more on the road, actually. I think you have the diehard fans. You know, actually, I travel with the team almost in t- uh, uh, full time. You have the diehard fans in the other cities that we go to that really, really are, you know, that, that love love the Bucks and that are, are just kind of like eating up the media stuff so they can stay relevant and stay, stay in, uh, in tune with what's going on. 
you know, those are actually the ones that kind of notice, uh, that'll, that'll pay attention and notice me a little bit more often, I think. But Is there a hotel suite on the road for the GM? Because you know, I know in baseball, the GM and the, and the manager definitely get suites and whatever players have them in their contracts. There is there is a hotel suite, and I do my best of uh, the best of my ability to, to try to utilize it. You know, we have lots of meetings, we'll have <laughs> meetings in here, and and uh, but there is. There that is, is oh no, that's fantastic. Couple more quickies for you, John, before we get to KB's five dumb questions, which you think that you, we're just getting warmed up right now. Yeah, as if mine weren't dumb believe. now. Yeah, that's a that's a, a fixture on our show. Well, first of all, we know we know that Jabari's coming back, and that he's going to be on kind of a, a pitch count, a, a minute limit. What kind of impact will he have as you move forward into the second half of the the season here? Wow, we think um, we think Jabari uh, defensively, um, you know, his ability to guard guys one on one and really impact the ball is going to help us. We think that Jabari's ability to rebound, you know, rebound is an area where we need to make an improvement and rebound the ball at the three and the four spot for us is going to be really really key. And then obviously just having a guy who can get his shot and get a quality shot kind of at any point in the game and, and particularly late in game to add another guy like that you know we already have Chris we have Giannis we have Eric to be able to put another guy out there that that really is is, is excellent at, at getting his own shot and getting a great shot I think is going to open up a lot for this team I know our players are excited about Jabari coming back I know Jabari's excited you know Coach Prunny and I have talked a lot about about the staff and how they're excited and how they're trying to prepare and make sure that he comes back as is uh, seamlessly as possible. Um, I think anytime that you get to add a talent like that to your roster, it, it uh, really helps you. You know, we're in a position where we're going to be able to add Jabari without giving up anything, which is really kind of a special opportunity for the franchise. And we hope that we see the results of that at the end of the season. And we know that we'll see the results as we go forward long term. Got a couple quickies from our smart, good-looking listeners before we dive into KB's five dumb questions. Uh, John, first of all, Greg Monroe is a free agent again, but. Um, uh, Mike wants to know: Is there something that prohibits you guys from reacquiring him this season? Is there any any machinations by which Greg Monroe could be a buck again this season? Uh, two separate questions. There is uh, uh, a rule that prohibits us from um, acquiring him right now. There's a reacquisition restriction, and not to get too deep into the weeds of the CBA, there is a hey variation or or, or some some. Um, sequencing of events that that could occur that aren't likely to occur that would actually kind of um, supersede that rule. But I I think that's a very unlikely outcome. Uh, The the simple answer is that uh, in those moments that we are not able to reacquire Greg. And then this one comes from Craig, and this is a good one. He says um, he's trying to watch more national college games, and what is something a layman fan, a layperson, can, can watch to tell if a player is a good future pro or just a good college player? Yeah, great question. Uh, good college player, I think, is obvious. You just watch their impact on the game and, and what their statistics are and things like that. One of the things that we try to do and that we spend a lot of time, not only with eye tests, but analytics and, and different things and historical studies, is to try to figure out who translates, right? Because not every guy who's a great college player becomes a great pro. And some of the things that we look at um, to, to determine if guys that can translate are really like key statistics. So there's key analytics that we study that, that we feel translate from one level to the next. And then physically, I think you look at guys' size and guys that have great size for position, uh, great speed for position, great athleticism, things like that, you know, guys that are really fluid and mobile. Those are the things that we really try to study from a scouting perspective to, to uh, try to pick the guys that we think will translate best. 
Thank God we have smart, good-looking uh, listeners who can ask good questions, because now it's time for KB to take over with five dumb questions. <laughs> okay. I hope you're ready, John. Okay. These go quick, all right? We're just trying to give people... Is it okay if we give five dumb answers? Yeah, no. <laughs> trust me. I don't you're know going, how you can not. You can, yeah, you're going to. Um, but we like to give our smart, good-looking listeners a peek at John Horst, the man. Okay, so here we go. You and one other person are being sent to the International Space Station for a year. You get to pick the person who goes with you. Do you choose Larry the Cable Guy or Skip Bayless? <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. Sure. Okay. More, more my speed of humor. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite juice box flavor? Juice box flavor. Uh, probably is it like a juicy fruit? Yeah, there would. Pro- I, okay. I suppose. Well, yeah, like, a, like a fruit punch, like a fruit punch. A fruit punch. There's the mixed berry, I think. There's the apple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. How much you bench? Right now, uh, I'm ashamed to say probably 175. How many reps? <laughs> yeah, 10 reps probably at max right now. Okay. Do you own more slip-on or lace-up shoes? Slip-on. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> He's a man after radio, radio high five on that, my man. <laughs> so uh, what, what do you prefer, uh, a cream or broth-based soup? Uh, cream. Okay. Sure. Uh-huh. Yep. Again, radio high five. I'm a Midwest guy. I'm a Midwest guy. Yeah, that's right. right. And you're in the land of Minnesota wild rice soup. See, stupid nice. questions, oh, great answers. On, it's on the table in front of me right now. <laughs> oh, well, we want to interrupt your bowl. lunch. It, it's a game day. you got to eat lunch and take a nap and be ready for the game. <laughs> John, it's been a pleasure <laughs> Thank catching you up very with much. you, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for putting up with our five dumb questions. Actually, thanks for putting up with 15 minutes of dumb questions. We appreciate oh, it. Thank you, guys. Enjoyed the time. Thank you. All right. We'll have, we'll have you back. John Horst, general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks. They're in Minneapolis facing the Timberwolves tonight. Should be a pretty decent game. We didn't really even ask him about tonight's Isn't game. Isn't that wild? I mean, that's... right, get, having to go in and play in the middle of those festivities. Where and the you know media what? world is. And you know what? And everybody, with Giannis on the team, that game is going to get a lot of looks. Everybody who's anybody is going to be there tonight. And that's what John said. Celebrities everywhere. Everybody, all, media people trying to get credentials and, and just see Giannis. It's going to be epic. So it's must-see TV tonight with the Bucks against the Timberwolves. We I'll be watching for sure. We have uh, Bobby Butler, the Olympian, the Milwaukee Admiral, is going to join the program in about a half hour from right now. You're listening to The Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Back on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Thanks to Bucks General Manager John Horst for joining us and for interrupting his Minnesota Wild Rice soup as the Bucks are getting ready to face the Timberwolves in Minneapolis. If you missed all or part of that interview, you can relive KB's five dumb questions on uh, thebig920.com slash Drew. We'll be tweeting it out from our various accounts, including Drew Olson, MKE, the Drew Olson, uh, Drew Olson Show, and On Air KB on Twitter. And it's a it's a five dumb question bonus day because we have Bobby Butler that's right. coming Bobby up. Butler, the Olympians coming and up. And just when you thought it couldn't get any dumber. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> fantastic. Gonna... Yeah, so today's a ten dumb question day. Ten dumb questions. All right, so speaking of dumb stuff, we've been talking about these prop bets all week. We're starting a little tournament here in the uh, amongst the, the, the guys here in the locker room. We're... We're going to give everybody $10,000 of funny money to make prop bets and see who can parlay that into the most 
Cash. KB, we got Thunder here wearing his He's Tom already Brady laid jersey. the bets in. Hi, guys. His are laid in, as are mine, but let's just go ahead and talk about what the bets are. Are KB okay? Well, you know what? We'll post we'll post the prop bets out there on all of our social media sites, so you can play along with us. Probably next year, we kind of jumped on this late. Next year, maybe we can do a whole contest where everybody gets ten thousand dollars in funny money. But I set this up specifically knowing that Thunder was going all in on the Patriots, so I deliberately stayed away from a lot of game bets. And went to the real hardy prop bets. So, so here we go. We're going to have a few of them. Super Bowl winner. Patriots are going one to two. Eagles are two to one. So, and I know you pull what seventy five hundred. Seventy five hundred on the Pates. Okay, so seventy five hundred right. to win thirty seven fifty. Right. Perfect. Okay. Um, well, because when you lose, you lose seventy five hundred. No, no, no. No. When you lose betting on the Eagles, you get zero back. Exactly. Yeah, but if I only Just bet a hundred dollars. Oh, all right. Okay, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going in seventy five hundred. Right, but I'm going on. to win. Okay, your, your other prop bets, you got enough. You know, it's flip a coin at best. Okay, well here you go. You got Super Bowl MVP Brady, Deion Lewis, Gronkowski, Amendola, Nick Foles, Zach Ertz, uh, uh, Zach Ertz, uh, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and all the odds are listed there. Game goes to overtime. I found this one interesting. Seventy four to one going off. You want to take a you know throw ten it's bucks. It's not at going that. overtime. Well, you don't know. All right. Right. Yeah. I don't, but the I Matt, do. the Matt, the official Madden uh, reenactment did have it going over. There you go. At thirty thirty, when Philly blocked an extra point and returned it for two points with less than a minute left to tie the game at thirty. <laughs> Amazing. I'd love to. So coin toss, obviously, you know, minus one or two on both sides. Now here we go. These are the fun ones. Pink's cleavage is propped up and shown. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. During She's the singing the national anthem. That would be disrespectful. And she just doesn't have enough cleavage and, to go around. Well, Armin asked, what is cleavage? propped up cleavage? Armin said, what does propped up mean? I said, you got to see cleavage crack. Cleveland? You have to see the crack. The cleavage. Chest crack? Yeah, the chest I crack. I did crack in Cleveland once. Um, will she make a mistake in the anthem? No. So, no. no. That's who minus did, 500. Who did that before uh, Super Bowl Forty Five when the Packers won? Who was it? Was it Christina Aguilera? Who was it? Yeah. yeah. She, she butchered it. Yep. Well, um, Al Michaels say point spread. You guys have been there. I've seen a couple of people put no. I would say yes. Okay. You guys are wrong. What is going to be the color of Be- Belichick's? Wait, 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 wait. He has to say point spread or allude to it no, tangentially. No, he has to say it. Oh, I don't know that he'll say it, but he might say Good point. Yes. Point you know, spread, spread, it. you know, something. Yeah. Well, I guess that game is... Over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, the color of Be- Belichick's hoodie, gray, red, or blue. Will there be a flea you flicker? You color of Gatorade, though. No, no, because no, you could figure that one out. You'll know that. You okay. can you can get to that one. Pretty sure I know um, what color hoodie he's wearing. Well, no, gray, blue, or red. Right, he only wears gray, so. Yeah. All right, who knows? That. It's a special day. Do you wear the same yeah. thing to... Matt Patricia does, wears does red. Bill Belichick? Okay, yeah. I'm just saying. Does well, he change things just because they put a name on a game? Maybe. He doesn't give a They're crap. They're wearing white, A game so is a game. You never know. Will there be a flea flicker attempted? Uh, will JT be wearing a hat when he starts the halftime show? That, um, that's a great one. And, by the way, word is just trickling out. When he finished his press conference we were talking about before, they asked him who's going to be in the Super Bowl next year. 
and he said, "Go Pack, go." Yeah, nice. JT did. Yeah, yep. he's a Packers nice. fan. Big Packers fan. So who well, will no the team in Memphis again? Who well, will that's the, why he loved Favre. He was he a USFL guy. He grew up loving Favre. <laughs> the the Memphis Showboats. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, right. But he grew up loving Favre like all kids right. from the South. Yep. Who will the MVP mention first? His teammates, God, city, coach, owner, family, or none of these? So I'm a none of these guy because I think he thinks the commissioner. Who gives him the oh, no, they, thank you, Mr. Commissioner? They'll do no. They'll do a walk-off interview on the field with the MVP oh, well, bet, before yeah, they before get to the they podium because the yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always double up. Oh, okay. and, it's, and there's been a lot of God in this postseason. Oh yeah. And how many showings of the Rocky statue during the game? Wife. Over one or under one? So that's it. The Rocky How many statue. bowls of piping how clam chowder are they going to sell, dog? <laughs> yeah, legal seafood. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> Thunder character. Here we go now. What are we playing for? The winner will get a bottle of Kirkland vodka. At for, uh, retail? Can I do Kirkland Scotch? Okay, at a retail value. Yeah, but you have a $20 yeah. limit. Right, they're all 20 bucks. Okay. Across the board. All Here right. is what the loser has to do. Kirkland Scotch is actually pretty good. It is. And... I may or may not be wearing Kirk- Kirkland underwear right now. Kirkland booze is is made from <laughs> the sa- at the same factories as the other place. Their Kirkland vodka is actually uh, Grey Goose. Right? No, it's not. Yeah. That's a myth. Oh, no, but I'm it's wearing, not bad. Oh. I'm wearing Hanes today, but I, I was wearing okay. Kirkland underwear yesterday. KB, in your honor. Oh, I heard you talking about it earlier nice. this week. So here we for here more we go. On this, listen to the Mike Keller show from three to six. Most of yours truly. This is what you're playing for. The loser, the person who loses the most money. This is what the punishment will be. You Full have to body shave. No, you have to create your own costume and trick or treat around the office, stopping <laughs> at every desk and every person, and you cannot leave until they give you something. I love it. So stapler counts. Uh, what whatever paper they cut, have, you just cut? you have to stay until they give you something. Could they pull, cut off some of their hair and give you some of their hair? Whatever it is, you, so you have just need to, to acquire something. Yes, you have to trick or and you have to walk up to them. So our president, you have to knock on the door and go trick or treat, dude. In a costume, pres- our president would love this a lot she's more than snacks. a lot of the other people. Yeah, yeah maybe she, some people might have snacks. Some of the right. other curmudgeonly looking people, <laughs> Thailand, uh, might <laughs> no not have as much fun with it. Thunder's visit on the Drew Olson show is presented by Capco, our good friends at a- Capco. Absolutely, our good friends up in Grafton. Go to CapcoInc.com. That's Capco with a K. CapcoInc.com. All sorts of careers, opportunities going on right now. They are growing. Uh, they're doubling in size. So get to CapcoInc.com. Fantastic opportunities to be a part of a family-owned, tremendous local company. Nicely done. Man, he didn't even write that yeah. down, man. That's right off the top of his head. What Bobby a pro. Butler of the Admirals will join us coming radio. up at, uh, he's going to be just after 2 o'clock. That's exciting. Like, dude, dun, 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 And we dun. have. Like, he's a legit Olympian. And we'll see who's going to win the gold, silver, and bronze and figure it out. Intern Josh's game is coming up as well. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. I'm Drew, joined by my buddy KB. We've got, we got uh, Armin and Josh here as well. We have Bobby Butler of the Admirals coming up in just a few minutes uh, to talk hockey. 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 We're going to talk hockey. You know, a road to Nashville goes through Milwaukee, eh? All right? <laughs> just remember that. Oh, man. We should Go do Admirals. Fake interview with KB, uh, uh, the Milwaukee Admirals uh, penalty box attendant. <laughs> I love you know what I love that Canadian accent. If you ever, if you ever have the chance and you have like a serious, there is a, on the NHL Network. There's a show, a pregame show, and I and I can't remember her name, but she's a smoke show, 
and uh, she's one of the hosts, but she's got the thickest Canadian accent. And to hear that uh-huh. come out of uh, a hot chick's mouth is just unbelievable. So, what do you think um, of the hockey game tonight? The well, they played well. Back bacon. They played I mean, well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I'm going to hell. If you need me to Google, I will, man. I can't remember. I, I know Jamie Hirsch is on TV, but she's from Minnesota. She, she was yeah, at I Fox can't, Sports I North. I can't remember her name. All and, right. Uh, but I remember just driving in the car, loving every minute of it. That is uh, that, that is something else. We have, oh, man, we have a mailbag to get to. All right. Let's get to a couple quick mailbag questions here uh, while we have a moment. And uh, these are from the Arrow Appraisals inbox. You can hit us all the time at uh, Drew at the Big 920.com. AeroAppraisalsWI.com is your uh, is your headquarters for all your appraisal needs for all your real estate needs. KB, uh, this one comes from Cooper in Milwaukee. KB, what is the best Bon Jovi song? We gave away Bon Jovi tickets wow. recently. What is the best Bon Jovi song? What is the best? You know what? Um, I like. I really like Lost Highway. Okay, the country fried. The country fried. I like that album where they went to uh, Nashville and started recording. But you know the best song that I've heard them do. They do, and it's on one of their live albums. They do a cover of I Don't Like Mondays, the Boomtown Rats classic, ah, which is pretty song. cool, which is pretty cool. Great song. All right, this one's for the panel, and it comes from Fred in Sockville. What movie do you wish your life was like? What movie do you wish your life was like? Intern Josh, probably a Star <laughs> Wars. Young, young, young Josh Walker. I'm trying to think about all the movies I've starred in as Jonah Hill. Um... <laughs> Super bad. I don't, Wolf of Wall Street sound, <laughs> sounds pretty good for a while, at least. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Armin, you got a favorite uh, a movie that you wish your life was like? Yeah, as you might not be surprised to know I've thought about this question. Uh, I think definitely American Pie 2. <laughs> 2. <laughs> 2. Lake two. House with the Buddies Party the Reunion. Okay. Mm, yeah, 2. Yeah. KB. What's, uh, what's the one with Matt Dillon when he was playing cards? Oh, uh, Matt Robbins? Damon. Robbins. No, no, Matt, oh, no, Matt no. Oh, Flamingo was, Kid. The Flamingo Kid would be mine to you be know. able to sit at a beach house, you know, at a beach club, just play gin and, you know, hook up with Janet Jones. Um, Not right. bad. Uh, mine would be back to school because I'd love to just go back to college and relive those days, <laughs> right. man. We went on a <laughs> Me and Thornton dude, Mellon. We did that for about a seven-month period. It That's was true. rather interesting and dangerous. That's true. All right, uh, this one, this is a great question. What's the highest pressure situation you've ever been in and how did you handle it? The most pressure you've ever been under in your life. For me, I would have to say it was probably the crowning moment of my uh, journalism career, such as it has been, was speaking at the Hall of Fame induction, and I was in, on a hill in Cooperstown in front of 20,000 wow. people and a national I... TV audience, and I thought to myself, don't choke, don't choke. And I was about to get nervous, and then I thought, wait a minute, I'm on the radio. I talk to more people than this like all the time. No big deal. And I, and I was completely calm, and uh, I finished my little 30-second hit that I had to do introducing the guy who won the Writer's Award. Sat down next to Bud Seeley. He's like, I thought you'd be nervous. Good job. I'm like, hey, thanks, Bud. Yeah. If you can do it, anybody can do it. Ah. <laughs> what was yours? You were a part of this one. This is when uh, we played at Summerfest, and we uh, I invited our good buddy, Ken Casey, to come over and do American yes. Land with us. That's right. Okay, so you're playing with your band at Summerfest. We invite Ken Casey, founding member of the Dropkick Murphys, and he brought his guitar player, Tim well, That's the thing that I didn't know. Is that So we're doing this, and Ken, I know, but... He comes over, and Drew walks out on stage right before, and he leans in my ear, and he goes, you better get another input. 
And I said, why? He goes, because Tim Brennan's here. And I turn around. <laughs> and so now Kenny brings the lead guitarist over of Dropkick Murphys. They're singing American Land, which every time Springsteen plays in Boston, Ken sings with. Yep. And Tim Brennan, after this song, uh, got engaged to his wife on stage during right after during that song. Yeah. And when I saw him, I'm like, oh, man, I can't yeah. screw this up. And I did. Yeah, I forgot well, the words. You forgot the words. You got so At nervous. one point. Josh, when were you under the most pressure? Uh, probably when I went on stage to sing with Pat McCurdy after an Admirals game, and as I stepped on stage, I tore my pants completely. So then I was standing oh, on stage oh, in my underwear. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Armin's most pressure is just producing this show and trying to avoid doing push-ups. <laughs> I was going to say, the one I could think of is... <laughs> Hitting the stripper pole music? The time your, your, uh, your remote line went out once in a remote. What, how did I handle it? I went to break. You know? <laughs> See, but that's a pro move. That is a pro Otherwise, move. Otherwise, it would have been like Garth when Wayne walks off the set on Wayne's world. But see, that's what pros do, Armin. That's what pros do. We're going to right, break. Man, that's uh, right. How do we know what pros do? We don't even know any pros. But Bobby Butler is a pro hockey player and an Olympian. The Milwaukee Admiral Winger is going to join us next on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. On the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Though it's National Serpent Day, Drew and KB are still respecting the scorpion. I respect the scorpion. Today, the guys will chat with Milwaukee Bucks general manager John Horst. And the guys will welcome Milwaukee Admirals winger and U.S. Olympian Bobby Butler to the studio. Intern Josh is in the house to see who wins gold, silver, and bronze in today's edition of Figure It Out! When your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. And now, they're training for Super Bowl Sunday by eating taco dip at every meal. Here's Drew and Katie. The ceiling is the roof. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm talking about open heart surgery here. I'm the answer, man. I can work this out and make everybody happy. He's the man. You know, just hanging out. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Where are your rubbers? Foo Fighters. You ever seen a grown man naked? All I know is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting. Yes, yes, yes. I'm an old man. I'm confused. Watch dicks. What the hell's going on? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> Every day is a gift on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. This one, there's no returns on this day. You won't have to. We've having a good day so far. It's big. Yesterday's show is big. This show is big. This show is getting bigger every day, my it does. friend. I'm Drew, joined by my buddy KB. What's going on, my man? We are moments away from talking to Milwaukee Admirals winger Bobby Butler, who is uh, going to play his, uh, going to be honored at the um, Milwaukee Panther Arena on Saturday night. The Admirals are playing the Manitoba Moose, one of the great nicknames in sports. One of the one the, of the legendary. Uh, AHL teams were they in the eye too? When they did they move over oh, with the teams when I they merged? Yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't remember what it might have been. Yeah, the Manitoba Moose, uh, but they're going to honor Bobby Butler before that game, and it's going to be um, it's going to be special because he's going to the Olympics. He leaves on February eighth, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be quite the thing. And we're very happy now to be joined by Milwaukee Admiral and U.S. Olympian Bobby Butler. Bobby, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. 
So, all right, practice just finished. You done for the day? Yeah. Oh, we're glad to be your last obligation of the day. This is good. Your last work thing. Can we? It's it's never. It's always dangerous to assume. That's what uh, my buddy KB tells me. But can we assume, given that you're from Central Massachusetts, that you're a Patriots fan and are hard oh, down yeah. with them winning? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't mess with my path. <laughs> so. <laughs> How how big is the Super Bowl in the Admirals' locker room? I was wondering about that because you have so many guys that are not from the states, from all over the world. Can you even get a fantasy football league together with your team, or is, do the guys have interest in the Super Bowl? Uh, I think guys have interest in the Super Bowl, but there's a there's a handful of uh, Pat fans, so it's it's already loud and rowdy already with just four or five of us uh, rooting for the Pats. Okay, so being a Pats fan, and now that you're uh, you know. You know, you're getting further on down the road with your career. Do you have TB12? Are you going in to the Tom Brady workout? Are you drinking 37 glasses of water a day? Well, actually, it's funny. Um, one of the guys on the team calls me BB12 because I've been handing out workouts and stuff to the young guys. So uh, it's the new BB12. <laughs> it, isn't it funny how suddenly you become the veteran guy, like in the blink yeah. of an eye? You probably don't feel much different than you did when you were 23. No, but it definitely happened. It happened quick. I used to remember being a young guy looking up at the old guys, and now I'm an old guy, so it's pretty crazy. And then you walk in on the coaches, and those are the real old guys that have to wear reading glasses and stuff? <laughs> yeah. They're looking down their nose at you? Yeah, yeah. I, that, that will be me at some point, too. So. Yes, it will. It's, yes, it will be you. Now. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Going to the Olympics, you, you made the team, you know, having the video go viral with your dad was so awesome. But, uh, has it, you know, has it sunk in? When is it really, really going to sink in that you're an Olympian? Uh, I, I still think it has. I, I'm starting to get a little more nervous, I should say, I guess I could say. But it's, I think it will sink in once I'm, once I'm on the on the plane, I think, and run into guys in Detroit when we're, before we take off to Seoul. I think it will start to kick in then. And then once I get some USA gear, I think it will get pretty crazy. You've played internationally before, but is this going to be your longest flight ever? Because isn't it like 15 hours? Yeah, it's, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's like 14 and a half. So, yeah, it's going to be a long one. Luckily, I got a lot of movies uh, I got to catch up on. Oh, what, what you're watching Miracle? <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw it in there. I'll throw it in there for uh, if I need. So I what? Yeah. So, so what would be your favorite hockey movie? Would it be like uh, Miracle or Slapshot? Young Blood. Young Blood. Yeah, I, those are all my top three. But no, Miracle is something I remember going to watch in high school with my high school team. I remember bringing the guys that so we got to watch this. What was the uh, one where the guy was an, a hockey player and then he ended up having to be a figure skater? Oh, the, Ice Castles? The Cutting Edge. Oh, yeah. The Cutting Edge. Yeah. <laughs> That's really not a hockey movie, though. <laughs> no, definitely not, KB. But, I mean, is that, uh, I mean, those guys are pretty freakish skaters. When you watch, like, male figure skating stuff and the air that those guys catch. And they're going guys... five minutes. Yeah. Are you, are you blown away by that? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I, I remember 
watching guys down where I grew up. Uh, there's a guy that ran a lot, trained, and he was a, I used to watch him figure skate. It's crazy what they can do. Chatting with Bobby Butler, the Milwaukee Admirals and U.S. Olympian. Um, you're going to be playing for Tony Granado, coach of the Badgers, and we're on in Madison as well. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, that's awesome. I, I got a chance to meet him and talk to him. and seems like a great coach, someone I would really want to play for, and uh, I'm just excited for the opportunity. Head, when you came up, the NHL guys were hogging all the Olympic spots. They were getting the glory. They were going and wrecking hotel rooms and winning medals and having fun. I mean, do you think, had it been uh, amateurs and had it been college guys, would you have played when you're coming out of uh, college? Would you have made it? Um, when would it have been? Uh, I, I don't know. I was having a pretty good year that year, so. I think I don't know. You, you can humble brag. It's not bragging. Yeah, Say so, yeah, uh, I probably would have been on the team. I think, what was it 2010? Yeah, somewhere been, yeah. yeah. I I don't know. You never know if, if how things how things shake up. I just I'm just lucky for the opportunity now. So, uh, hockey nicknames. Drew and I were having this conversation. It's really easy to give someone a hockey nickname. You either add an E-R, an S-Y, yeah. or an S on the end. So we're thinking you, you're butts. Are you butts? Yeah, butts. I was buttsy growing up. Buttsy? Uh, butts or buttsy? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So we were trying to think so, what ours were. You, would Drew be Drewsy? I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that works. I don't know. No, I don't know if that one. They'd have to go off the board for that one. But what do you yeah. do with European guys when you know they got twenty letters in their name and hardly a vowel? I don't know. You just say what's up. You don't, really <laughs> you don't even know what their name is. Yeah, well, that spins into another one because KB was looking up a little Bobby Butler uh, trivia before. Okay, it, yeah, and uh, what? Well, your your first goal was it, against in the NHL was against Nikolai Habibulin. Yeah. Can you spell Hobby Bullen? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think anyone can. No. <laughs> so, yeah, probably not. And KB, you got to tell your great PA story there well, because this is a great American Hockey League type story. I was the PA guy for the Admirals for about seven years, and you know, yeah. sitting down next to Dean Zanoni, and I didn't really put two and two together. And as I'm announcing the lineup, I see Hobby Bullen's name, and I'm like, I, you know, I'm reading it, and it doesn't register. So I just go, Habibulin. <laughs> and over the PA, and Dino looks at me and he goes, dude, that's Hobby Bullen. And I still had my hand on the mic and it was open. I go, what the hell is he doing down? <laughs> to the entire arena. To the arena. entire arena. <laughs> that's awesome. Not, that, that's not bad. All right, so I got another question I've been dying to ask a hockey player. I was watching the, um, I've been watching the HBO specials and stuff that they had leading up to the Winter Classic the last few years and stuff. And I actually covered the uh, the IHL and came across Bo Bruce Boudreau when he was coaching in Fort Wayne many, many moons ago. Yeah. And um, he was always, I would say, G-rated when we interviewed him. But when I watched him coaching the Capitals and stuff, and you see him now, it seems to me, Bobby, that people in your industry swear more than anybody else in any other industry. And I, I include radio, sports writers, uh, doc workers. I, you guys are, it's incredible. What is it about hockey that lends itself to that? And can you turn that switch off when you go home with the family or when you're having holidays and stuff with the family? Is it, is it hard to do? No, it's easy. I think it's, I think it's just uh, the passion you have for the game. I, it, I, and the, it's just the thick skin of hockey players, too. The refs have thick skin, or you hope they do. 
but I think it's something you can I don't know, I can I can pretty much turn it on and off if if need be. But I think our coaches go crazy, captains are going crazy. It's just it's just a passion they have for the game and you just need those extra words to kind of ex- express yourself. I, I find that fast. It's like the I talk to baseball players who they dip. They'll, they'll chew Copenhagen or something, and they only do it when they're at the ballpark or you know during the season. Sometimes at yeah. home during the season, but then once the season's over, cold turkey. They like I don't have another dip till till spring. I'm like really, and I would wonder if that's if it's that way with profanity because um, I can't you know my, my daughter's heard every my daughter doesn't swear at all. She's 17. And yeah. uh, I swore like a sailor in front of her for her whole life. So, I don't yeah, know. no, my, my son, my my oldest is repeating everything right now, and thankfully we don't swear, so he only repeats all the other stuff. That's fantastic. And oh, by the way, um, my daughter works for the Lee Jeans Puck Patrol at Admirals Games, and she said your kids are a big hit in the interactive zone. Uh, that they, oh, they yeah. the staff loves uh, having your kids around <laughs> to play with. Oh yeah, my wife says that he goes in there and starts whacking the pucks around pretty good. That's true. Like I, I have a firsthand knowledge of that. <laughs> Not without a doubt. All right, it's time for my buddy KB to ask Bobby Butler, the Milwaukee Admirals, and uh, the U.S. Olympic team uh, five dumb questions. You ready, Bobby? Yep. This is a regular feature here on the show. So here we go. You've been invited to go out and be a part of this year's Spice Girls reunion tour. What's what your what would your Spice Girl name be? And you have to remember, Scary Spice, Sporty Spice, Baby Spice, Ginger Spice, and Posh Spice are already taken. Uh, sniper Spice. Oh, oh that's badass. nice. Sniper nice. Spice. I like that. What's your favorite zoo animal? Um, Panther. Panther. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, after you retire from hockey, would you rather be a circus clown or a street mime? Uh, circus clown. Okay. <laughs> Who's the hottest TV mom? Hottest TV mom Past shows or current shows? And whatever. Either one. In your life. Um, Friday Night Lights. Oh, Connie yeah, Britton. Connie Britton, good call. Connie Britton, yeah. Very nice. And uh, you just found out that they're going to open Bobby Butler Land at Disney World. What's the main attraction? Um, <laughs> uh, shoot the score, uh Bad. Okay. I like it. Very that, good. That's, that's good stuff. Bobby, best of luck, man. Well, I know Thank everybody you. in Milwaukee's behind you. I know that everybody's kind of like, we're going to be living vicariously. I, we're all going to get up and drink at like 2 in the morning and watch you play because of the time Perfect. change. And uh, it, it should be an incredible experience. And Saturday night, you'll be honored before the game against Manitoba. Um, I'm sure that's going to be kind of weird for you to have to do that before a game. But. <laughs> But best yeah. best of luck as you go overseas, man. We, yeah, right, congratulations. You. Be cheering for you. Very you. Much. Thanks, Bobby Butler, the Milwaukee Admirals, and AKA the US Olympic team. Sniper Spice. Sniper Spice. That's pretty badass. All right, who's gonna win the gold medal when we play? Figure it out. Intern Josh has been waiting all day to tee this one up. It's up next on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Tim Show. All right, everybody, it's time to play Figure It Out. Have you ever been Google searching something and that leads to something else, and then three hours later you're looking at a list of titles of episodes for Law & Order SVU? That's kind of the game's premise. All of the answers start the next question. The game is fast-paced, there are five rounds, and the last round's points will be worth two. There's still five questions around. The last question of each round is related to that week's theme. 
This week, this week's theme is the Super Bowl, obviously, All right? Because right. we got the Super Bowl coming up. So the big game is this Sunday. So every fifth answer, which is also the last answer of every round, will contain the word Super. To buzz in, you say your name. If you guess incorrectly, you cannot buzz back in for that question. We, of course, call that the Perry clarification. Gentlemen, do we have any questions? You guys know the drill. Let's get to it. We know this game, right? Armin, Armin getting to play today? That's right. Because Bobby Butler was on the phone and not in the studio. <laughs> Congratulations, Armin. All, All right. right. We, we start with Glass Nickel Pizza, where we ended last week. Glass Nickel Pizza first opened in 1997, the same year this man won the 39th Daytona 500 in the number 24 DuPont. Oh, I think I had KB. Jeff Gordon. That is correct. There it is. Nice job, Armin. Jeff Gordon has had many sponsorships over his career, including being sponsored by this snack company. They make Doritos. Armin. Armin. Frito-Lay. That is correct. Frito-Lay is owned by PepsiCo, which is the parent company to many other companies, including the Quaker Oats Company, which was formed in 1877, the same year that this championship tournament was first played. It was the first official lawn tennis tournament. KB. KB. Wimbledon. That is correct. Wimbledon's first women's singles champion was Maud Watson, hope I'm saying that right, who won in 1884 and died in 1946, the same year Phil Robertson was born. Phil is the father of four sons who all starred with him on this Armin. Armin. Duck Dynasty. That is correct. (laughs) Duck Dynasty was on the A&E Network, which also has been the home of the crime show The First 48, which first aired in 2004. The same year this documentary was released, it discusses... Armin. Supersize me. That is correct. Look out. <laughs> Armin came nice to play call. today. I was thinking super. After one round, Armin leads 3-2. to two. Drew's just waiting to start. Here we go into round two. Supersize me was directed by Morgan Spurlock, who also made a sequel titled Supersize Me 2, Holy Chicken. The film was bought for $3.5 million by YouTube, who then ended up dropping the film after Spurlock admitted to previous instances of sexual misconduct and harassment. The production company Warrior Poets also announced that the film is being pulled from the Sundance Film Festival, which started in 1978. KB. KB. Robert Redford. That is incorrect. Which started in 1978, the same year Kel Mitchell was born. He starred in uh, the movie Good Burger with this gentleman, who is also a current cast member. Armin. Armin. Keenan. Thompson? That is correct. Uh, I wasn't going to give you just Keenan. I had that, too. Keenan Thompson was in many movies and was voted number 88 on VH1's Top 100 Greatest Teen Stars of All Time. Number 87 on that list is LL Cool J, who was born James Todd Smith in 1968, the same year this NFL team was formed. They've never won a Super Bowl. KB. KB. Cincinnati Bengals. That is correct. The Cincinnati Bengals have retired one number, 54, belonging to Bob Johnson, who graduated from the University of Tennessee. Min Cowell also graduated from the University of Tennessee and is the CEO of this GPS company. Although Armin. Armin. Uh, Garmin? That is correct. How did Armin get Garmin? Hmm. Wow. Gar- GPS, what else is there? I don't oh, know. Armin, Garmin, oh, get I it. gotcha. Because yeah, you know all you know the names of rhymes. all companies that rhyme with your name. Because it rhymes, I guess. Garmin doesn't only have uh, competition in GPS, but also activity trackers and smartwatches. This is their main competitor. They make Drew. Drew. Fitbit. That is correct. 
two on the board. Fitbit was founded by James Park in 2007, the same year this movie was released. It stars McLovin and Jonah. Move, move. Oh, I just gave it to you. Who's it? It's Drew. Super bad. Yes, we all know. I, it. We all know. I, it. I, I spilled a, I spilled a vodka tonic on him at a Super Bowl party uh, seven years ago. So there you go. There oh, you have it. Good. Ten years ago. All right. After two rounds, Armin leaving, leading five. KB three. Drew two. Round three. Super bad starred Emma Stone, who will play the role of this character. Drew. Drew. Billie Jean King. That nice. is incorrect. Oh, oh, I thought that was it. Who will play the role of this character, who was the mean lady in 101 Dalmatians. Hey, mate. <laughs> I'm going Cruella Armin. DeVille. Oh, he well, jumped around. I, well, I was going to go Armin Yeah, on I, I thought maybe oh. Armin, too. Yeah, he didn't wait. All right. I actually think he got me. Okay. You're lucky, we Kenny. Gotta the You're lucky. We got to wait till I call on to... you. Okay. Cruella DeVille was listed number 39 on AFI's Top 100 Heroes and Villains. She just beat out Freddy Krueger, who in 2011 also appeared as a character in this video game. The uh, this main the main characters of this video game include Liu Kang, Johnny... Kimmy! Holy... That's no, Armin. Okay. Uh, Armin? Even it up. Mortal Kombat. Yes, that is correct. Uh, I was going to say Mario Kart. Oh, okay. Ah! You got it wrong. Mortal Kombat was first released in 1992, the same year this team won the World Series. Armin. Armin. 92, you said, right? Yes. Toronto Blue Jays. That's correct. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Toronto Blue Jays won their first divisional title in 1985, the same year that Villanova won the first 64-team field. KB. Georgetown. That's correct. I should have just said it. I'm, yeah, really. You guys are jumping around. Oh, I'm taking a stand. I'm you're not having enough curveballs, Josh. You What's with you. these questions? You're too straight yeah, up. yeah, you're right. They're too straight. Georgetown has 11 men's Sweet 16 appearances, including uh, the in the year 2001, the same year this movie came out. It starred Kevin Hefferman as Farva. Armin. Armin. Super Troopers. That is correct. That's not even fair. I love, I love that movie. That's not even fair. Well, I didn't. I didn't know you were playing today. Yeah, well. that's true. Uh, so after three rounds, Armin has eight. KB has five. Drew has two. We still have two rounds left. We'll take a break. The double round. That's, yes, right. that's right. Still anyone's game. We're gonna take a break. Hope you're playing along with us. It's figure it out, which has moved to Thursdays on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Time for the exciting conclusion to figure it out on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Intern Josh, as always, presiding over the festivities. We're ready for round four of five. What's the score, Josh? All right, so if you're just tuning in or if you forgot, uh, the theme of today's figure it out is the Super Bowl. So every last answer of the round contains the word super. Score currently reads, Armin has eight, KB has five, and Drew, you have two. We have two rounds left, and, of course, the last round still with those uh, double points. All right. See, Rube, uh, Drew likes to rope-a-dope, man. He lays back in the first three rounds and then brings yeah, it in four and I'm five. I'm not feeling it today, man. I'm tired. 
All right. Well, tired or not, here we go. Let's go. So, Super Troopers has a sequel, Super Troopers 2, which comes out in April of 2018. The movie will star this comedian, whose comedy album Cinco was nominated at this year's Grammys. He is most famous for his jokes about Hot Pockets. Drew. Drew. Jim Gaffigan. That is correct. Jim Gaffigan, as of June of 2016, was the most popular comic on this streaming music app with over 600... Armin. Armin. Uh, Spotify? That is incorrect. The name of the streaming radio music app is also the name of a character in Greek mythology. KB. KB. Pandora. That is correct. Pandora Internet Radio was launched 18 years ago, but hardly offers all that this does. Not only can you listen to music, but you can listen to talk shows. Such Armin. As Armin. The iHeartRadio app. Yeah, that's right. It's the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> Available to download for free at the Apple iTunes and the Google Play Store. Indeed. Well, Isn't that a great do. app? Well, please do. You search app. for the Drew Olson Show. The iHeartRadio app in 2016 would expand to include service uh, into this country as part of a licensing deal with Bell Media. This country is the birthplace of celebrities like Michael J. Fox. True. Canada. That is correct. Canada is also the birthplace of deceased WWE superstar Owen Hart. Owen was born in 1965, the same year this single was released. Before being released as a single, it was featured in the movie Mary Poppins. KB. KB. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That is correct. Wow, what if he had mispronounced that? Yeah. I wouldn't have given it to him. I see, you see, I slowed down because I knew I could have stumbled. Oh my goodness. After four rounds, score currently reads, Armin has nine. KB just caught up. He has eight. Drew with three. Drew can still come back, but he's got to have a good round here. Double point round. Here we go. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious ranked number 36 on AFI's 100 Years 100 Songs survey of top tunes in America, in America cinema. This song just made the list at number 99. The title, title of the song means No Worries. It is performed. Armin. Armin. Hakuna Matata. That is correct. Hakuna Matata was sung in the movie by Nathan Lane as Timon and Ernie Sabella as Pumbaa, but the musical score was written... KB. KB. Elton John. That is correct. Nice. Elton John was knighted and became Sir Elton John in 1987. This is Elton John's middle name. It's also the name of a Disney movie, and in Greek mythology, he is the son of Zeus. True. True. I was going to say Apollo. That no. is incorrect. It's Reginald... Got a guess? Five? Uh, no. Four? Armin. Hercules? That is it. Yeah, it's Hercules. Down to the wire. Hercules, Dwight. Look it, look it up. Know that. Yeah, I didn't know oh, it either. Okay. Elton John was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Hercules was a Disney movie released in uh, 1997. James Woods voiced Hades in the film. James Woods is a character on this show. The name of the high school on the show is also known as James Woods Regional Armin. High School. Armin. Is this Family Guy? That is Family Guy. <laughs> Family Guy's character Chris Griffin is voiced by Seth Green, who was born in 1974, the same year that this company formed. It is owned by Wyndham Worldwide. As of May of 2014, they have 2,392 locations. The first location only had 60 rooms. The amount of the original room rate is where the company got their name. KB. KB. Motel 6. That is incorrect. Uh, Armin. Armin. Super 8? Yes. Oh. Super 8. Motel Super. 6 was $6, too. That oh, was 6 yeah. bucks. 
Well, Toby always says never stay in a hotel with a number. Like the the Lucky 7, the Motel 6, or the Super 8, it's going to be a crap hole. <laughs> Smart but, move. But it does help to count. know the name of it if it ties into today's theme on Figure It Out. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Which Armin remembered. That. Armin, you won. You killed it today, man. Feels good to win one. He had 17 of the available points. KB had 10, and Drew snoozed. Elton Hercules John is his name that he changed to. It was, you know, Reginald Kenneth Dwight was what I was thinking of. But, like, who changes their name to Hercules? Hercules! Sir Elton John does. Good God. You know what? You could talk to him about it when he's here for his Um, farewell tour. Yes. Speaking of talking to famous people that are touring in the area, we need someone to call 414-799-1920. If your caller number... Eight. For Caller Super number eight. eight. Super eight. For Super eight. Good Caller call. number eight is going to win a pair of tickets to the Kevin Hart Fiesta. Kevin Hart Lucky. is playing at the arena to be named later at the Wisconsin Sports and Entertainment Center. That's coming up September 13th. We can plan a night for you in the fall, and it's with Kevin Hart. If you're caller number eight right now, 799-1920, we've got two tickets for you to give away to that show. So, Kevin Hart, he's a very funny man. He's probably the guy who draws the most out of all stand-ups right now. He, he's filling arenas. You know, Gaffigan's playing that arena, too. He's playing arenas. He's right but up there. But Gaffigan, I don't know, they might have to put a curtain up or something. Kevin Hart will probably outdraw Gaffigan, wouldn't you think? I would think Kevin Hart would. I'm just trying to think of people that have done full arenas. You'd have to go back to Dice Clay did. Dice he, Clay, Dane Cook. La- yeah, Larry the Cable Guy. He yeah, did he full did. Arenas, arenas. Richard Pryor. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Eddie yeah. Murphy. Eddie Murphy. I, I think something else that might be working against Jim, Jim Gaffigan Martin. in this case is that Gaffigan's here all the time. Kevin Hart was here uh, yeah, a well, couple of years ago. That's but, true. Gaffigan, yeah. But he, you know, but he would sell out multiple shows at the Riverside. Yes, and but so, if you didn't see him this year, you thought, well, I yeah. can see him next year. Well, much like we talked to Frank Caliendo earlier this week, and he's not playing Milwaukee this year. He's playing Waukegan. Yeah, that I couldn't believe. Yeah, that's weird. All right, so Armin's going to find the winner for the Kevin Hart tickets. In the meantime, Armin, if you could... I'm sure the story that Thunder is going to be talking about on the Mike Heller show. Aaron Rodgers making the rounds at Radio Row. He visited with Dan Patrick. He visited with Rich Eisen. But I don't think he made more news than he did when he was with Golik and Wingo on TV. What what station is that? Is that on the Ocho or is that on ESPN2? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's on ESPN2. Um, ESPN News? Who knows? He was on one of the four-letter uh, shows, and he just talked about the um, the coaching change. Well, my quarterback coach, yeah. Didn't get retained. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I thought that was uh, an interesting change, uh, really without consulting me. Um, there's a close uh, connection between quarterback and quarterback coach, um, and uh, that was an interesting decision. Does he sound pissed there to you? He sounds annoyed. He sounds like he's kind of. It, it's very. Pa- I get a passive aggressive feel from that. You that, know, that is a weird deal. Like, okay. How much input does Aaron Rodgers have into the coaching staff? Hmm? I bet you they consult him with the new guy coming in, or maybe not. I would think they would. But I don't think like Minnesota people are jumping to the conclusion and saying, that means he wants out of Green Bay. I don't think that would be the case. No, but it just it is weird. It, it is almost like you feel a sense of entitlement with him. I mean, like really? like It's just the offseason is a little strange. Quarterback's coach didn't get retained. And... and Again, we were told we were sold the bill of goods. The line was that Alex Van Pelt didn't want to sign an extension with the Packers because he wanted to be free to interview for coordinator jobs. He ended up where is he now? Cincinnati. He's a quarterbacks coach at Cincinnati. Kind of a lateral move. 
We don't know how his relationship is going with Danica Patrick, too. That could be, they could have had a fight. Oh, come on. They could have had something. You never know. Well, last you know, I heard, Rogers was, well, he's going to be in Pebble Beach next week playing. He was at uh, the Waste Management Open yesterday. He was indeed. But he's also going to, um, he's planning on being in Daytona for the Daytona 500. Not that he wouldn't have done that anyway, perhaps, but no, he's he's going to be there. So, yeah. So Van Pelt, we were told, is pursuing other opportunities. Um, and and Mike McCarthy said that they both it was by mutual agreement. Maybe maybe Van Pelt, maybe Rogers is saying without saying that he wanted Van Pelt to be the offensive coordinator and stick around. Could have been, but he likes Joe Philbin, right? I, he does, and that's what's weird. Do mean, you, by mutual agreement, does that mean where they go in and say, we got to let you go, and the guy goes, okay? Is that mutual agreement? <laughs> you know, I guess. I mean, it is. It's I, not, I, I agree to leave without you having to bring in security to, yeah. uh, to haul All right, my ass I got away. You. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's usually the, a one-sided if, deal. We'll post this on the show. You have to see when he was on the Dan Patrick show and threw a pass and blew Andrew Perloff over. Just, I mean, absolutely blew him over like a hurricane breeze. He's been trying to catch passes from quarterbacks all week. He had Dan Marino, Case Keenum, uh, Alex Smith. Just the other day before Alex Smith got traded to Washington, was knocking him over. Um, I give the guy you know, an A-plus for guts. For standing in there. Absolutely. I don't know, man. He's supposed to be the smartest guy on that panel, uh, Mr. Ivy League. I don't know. Oh, Taking one sure. for the team. I yeah. wouldn't go out in front of a pass from him. I mean, people see that and they go, Not I could probably. like 15 yards away and he's throwing full-on bullet. Right. Because if you try to catch it against your body, first of all, your hands wouldn't be able to catch it, probably. But if you try to catch it against your body, you might rupture your spleen. You're going to have a bruise, you know, on your chest the size of a manhole cover. (laughs) Definitely. Um, All right, Armin, do we get a winner on the tickets? We do. We haven't uh, screened them yet, but we have a winner. But they're not going to be ready. That's why the line is flashing. I got you. All right. Yeah, it's like catching a pass like the guy who goes, I go in the ring with Mike Tyson for for a round. Oh man! Okay, yeah. you beat your lunch to a straw too. Yeah, and if I if I when I wake up from the coma in a year, I'll give whatever money we had. All right, I have a couple more uh, questions from the mailbag. We got a, we got a pretty good mailbag today, uh, and again, it's available for sponsorship. And that's spelled M A I L. Yeah. All right, you're, so. just, you're just awful. <laughs> the well, arrow appraisals know. inbox you know, is phonetics. We got to let people know the arrow appraisals inbox is Drew at the Big Nine Twenty. Dot com, com for all your appraisal needs. All right, so this one is uh, from Tim and Sun Prairie, and he wants to know, what childish pursuit do you still enjoy? What childish pursuit do you still enjoy? Making forts out of blankets? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, I see what you're saying. What, what childish, childish, childish pursuit? pursuit do you still enjoy? Finger painting, KB? That would be one for you. Oh, uh, you know what mine is? Definitely. Um, wait, wait. I was going to say... Uh, macaroni and cheese with hot dogs cut up in it. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Right. You know what mine is? Mine is coloring. Coloring? I, I love, you know, I love right. to sit down and, like, in color. But, I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, coloring My Little Pony, you know. It's all Hello Kitty stuff. No, okay. the big, you know, the it's big. anime? No, it's those big, uh, <laughs> you can buy them. It's like adult coloring stuff. Okay. It's just. Intern uh, Josh, what childish pursuits do you still enjoy? Uh, every, all of them. That. Video games, um, uh, being a child, coloring, not picking up after myself, playing catch outside. Well, yeah, not uh, tubbies, not picking up after yourself. I wrote me in on that one. I'm in on that one too. Yeah, I mean, if it's something where we go, oh, you're so childish. It's 
Just switch out that word with Josh. Our last question comes from Matt and Monroe, who says, you guys did a great interview with Craig Council. I love the question. What athletic feat would you like to achieve? What athletic feat would you guys like to achieve? That's from Matt and Monroe. Mine would be the green jacket. Win in the Masters. Yeah, it'd be a 48 regular. That would it's kind of big. I put on some weight. It used to be, used to be a 42, but I'm just sending it out there to the boys down there. The green jacket. I think, yeah, I think the green jacket would be mine. Okay. Josh? Uh, well, I have a 300 game, but I'd like to have a perfect series. 900. Oh, man. That'd be awesome. Very nice. I just got a note from somebody connected with the show. Two chicks oh, no. at the same time. That's, yeah. That's quite the athletic feat. Uh, I would like to say, hmm, finishing a marathon, never run one, run a half marathon, run a couple of those, never run a full marathon. Really? Yeah. I got a .6 on the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. We want to thank our guests today. We thank uh, Bucks General Manager John Horst for joining the show. We also thank Bobby Butler of the Milwaukee Admirals and the U.S. Olympic hockey team. And the Olympics are cranking up in about a week. A week, next Friday. It's unbelievable. He's going to get there for the opening ceremonies, four practices, and then they have at it under coach Tony Granato. It's going to be pretty amazing. All right, that is the Drew Olson Show. Thunder is in for Mike Heller coming up next. Make good choices. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.